Let, let's get this synced up real fast. So we're all going to count down from five. We just got to sync up our voices. Start at five and three, two, one, five, four, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Hey, you said one weird. You said one weird. <laughs> you did. everybody the most awesome and brand in a sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 200 Ooh. for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe leave five stars tell friends shoot us an email at it may be sports podcast at gmail.com i am brandon and with me as always giving us four years of not just awesome but better than awesome most awesome oh i try to i tried to you do and you're giving us you're giving us four plus years of andanas is, is that crazy? It's like we're four, we're almost four years deep, we're like eight weeks short of four years deep. Did you, you did the math? I like this. I yeah, did. Eight yeah, weeks I got, short. It got a little easier. Yeah, 52. We missed one. So that should mm-hmm. be eight. So seven. So I think we're like seven weeks short. There you go, man. Look at that. Exciting stuff. Four years. Where's the time gone? I don't like, did you ever think like we weren't going to pull it off? Was there, was there a time that you're just like, let's quit the buck? Oh, we're getting deep real quick. We're getting deep real quick. It's 200 spot. We're This is a celebration of us, brother. That is yes. what we're doing. Was oh, there I a love time it. When you're just like, I, I can't buy this microphone. Uh, I'm tired of my boy passing out like on some nights <laughs> we're supposed to record. <laughs> like, well, that, like, that, that, go. that didn't help. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but no, I never quit. There was definitely times where I'm like, I got a pod. I got to bring the energy. I got to bring the noise. But oh, oh, yeah. I would say a lot of times, those ended up being like some really fun pods that I, when I look back, yeah, yeah. Some of the ones that the worst times when you're like, I just don't, I don't, I don't have it. And then you've got the energy and then you lift me out of my dull drums and we get fucking fired up and ready to go. That's fine. Yeah. Or like, I'll be like, just kind of doing a sober thing and I'll sit there and like, see that you just have like a, like a Paloma or like a call claw, just like broken open. It's just like, Oh, we're getting into it. Nice. Yeah. Like this third down. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I love it. I love when you get introspective, you'd start digging deep on questions. You're like, fuck it. We'll, we'll just, we'll get off the rails. We have a script laid out. <laughs> yeah. Those we'll are the hour of hour. Yeah. Or even we got it. It's just like, you know what? Like if I'm getting nothing else out of this pod, like I just want, this is time to talk the most awesome. I just want to answer this question. And that, yeah. that, 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 well, what? we're going to have a lot of people ask some questions. Cause I've lined up a little bit of a cast from past guests for us today. Ooh. Yeah, so they're going to jump in a little bit. You should see probably, you're still hosting the Zoom. You should see them kind of popping in every once in a while. I did try to line up the schedule and what they're going to talk about. They're going to bring a little like does and may have it, but you know, guys, give us a little break on the schedule and the hour of power, but it'll be worth it hearing a lot of those familiar voices Ooh. right now what we have lined up. So we're going to rip from the headlines. We're going to do week 17 review. We're going to look what happens. Take a look at the playoff picture. Do It may be fixes. NCAA bowl opt-outs, figuring out how that works. Um, Cab Mabio, this is a new thing we're adding. Yeah, some other people have done it, whatever. We don't give a shit. So that, that. <laughs> but, uh, most 200 awesome. pods. We don't give a um, Yeah, so you guys can play along too. It's going to be um, just cameo guests uh, and how much they, or the cameo hosts, like what they charge to get their cameo done. If you know what cameo is, uh, look it up. And when you look it up, you should find our boy Sinbad. And send someone a little special treat. Do Neapolitan Showdown does MA have it? Um, top three Nia's ever done. So we have a guest for them that's going to quiz us also. MA, MA parenting tip. 
does Emma have it? Oh, again, we're going to keep doing that. We are. Doctor misses the commit for the first time. Going to be on this podcast. Oh, now I know. I, I, was like, I, I saw her phone the other day. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you just texted me. That was just, just like, why is Brandon texting you? It's just like, tell him mine is business. Uh, <laughs> then we're going to finish as we always do with the MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. We're just rolling calls right now. Rolling calls, baby. Baby. Bro. There you go. How you doing, sir? I've got James Booth for you. And I lost him. <laughs> and he's there. Oh, wait. oh and we lost him. <laughs> Yo, thanks for hopping on. We're gonna take a look at the. Um, we invited you in for ripped. Taking a look at the the playoffs. Oh, you didn't, you didn't invite me in to uh, bitch about all of your rankings because that's what I usually come on for. Uh, well, uh, we're in for it. What's the rankings? <laughs> yeah. Where do we fuck up a ranking? No, I, I, your girl crushes. No Phoebe Cates. What up? No Phoebe uh, Cates. Well, what do we have? Is this old school girl crushes? Which one was this? I can't remember. I'm sorry. That's right. Phoebe well, Kate, Phoebe Cates, if you're out there, you're listening. Sorry. <laughs> well, the fucking the room is filled, lady. Yeah, that 10 seconds of footage was pure sex, and you know which one I'm talking about. Do <laughs> <laughs> it down. Um, well, do you have any quizzes for us? Do you have anything you want to throw down? No, I didn't I didn't bring any quizzes for you. I want to talk about the playoffs. I'm good, but let's talk about it. Talk okay, about so playoffs? Yeah, right now that everything's askew after losing to the Cincinnati Bengals, which, oh, God, I felt that coming, too. It was like a, it was like a car wreck in slow motion. Yeah, we were watching it. Like, where was – here's the big thing. Like, that Cincinnati Bengals loss – or the Cincinnati Bengals win to the Chiefs was – I boiled it down to, like, two plays. It was that holding on the kick return, which was just, Ugh, a, like, a dagger. Brutal. But yeah. I mean, whatever. it's also, like, it makes me think about, like, updating the rules to, like, if it doesn't actually mess up, like – I know the the danger like with pass interference is like if we start getting more judgment calls in there, but if like if it doesn't mess up the play, like especially on kick returns, like the yellow on kick returns like suck. But I guess the bigger one would be like the pass to Hill with like 30 seconds left in the second half, where he just kind of like drops it. I, I, I know like he gets poked out of his hand. What do you think? I was gonna say, you know, you know who complains about calls? Losers. That's who complains about calls. <laughs> you know, catch the ball and we win. Right. That's it. Period. Yeah. And the story. I mean, it's been the, the story of the season. But hey, it's not over yet. We can still pull something out. And hey, Tennessee could still lose to Houston. I mean, it happens. Look yeah, at they, the Chargers. They, yeah. Well, it already happened once before. They lost to them. I think like twenty-two thirteen. What, like six weeks ago? In a very un- yeah, yeah. They lost to the the Texans once before. So yeah, Houston. Houston's not terrible. Yeah, not Houston terrible. is. Yeah, Houston is the pluckiest like under five hundred <laughs> team that we've got. <laughs> Yeah, what's the four worst teams in the league right now? It's uh, like the four, now that we got actual clarity on it, what is it? I mean, it's like Detroit, Jacksonville. I put Jacksonville there. I don't know if I put Detroit. I mean, maybe if I have to. No, I, I do. Uh, I'll do Jacksonville. I'll do the Giants for sure. Like, who else am I missing? Like, what about Carolina? Think... How bad is Carolina? Oof, Carolina, yeah. I can't even bad. figure out like the quarterback thing. Yeah. And I don't know maybe, about the, maybe I, I, maybe the yeah. Jets, but the Jets seem like kind of like. <clears throat> Well, Zach Wilson has played better 
as of late since he came, since he came back from injury. So if he can play to that level versus the like in the weeds, you know, deer in headlights, Zach Wilson that we saw for the first nine weeks of the season, right. you know, that it's it's kind of the tale of two two teams right there. Jets beat the Bengals. Jets did beat the Bengals. Yeah, with a really bullshit fucking call. <laughs> Well, also, <laughs> one of your boys might have had a little bit of cheddar right on that game. <laughs> got out. Um, okay, so as a Chiefs fan, who do you fear facing the most uh, in the AFC that first round? If you don't get the first round by Buffalo. Buffalo, really? Like, if, if, if I could give you Bengals, Patriots, Colts, Chargers, obviously Raiders would be the least fear, but Buffalo is your, your biggest fear? Yeah, I, I absolutely. Um, they've kind of had some missteps here and there, but, uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise anybody if Josh Allen just went hero ball all over the team. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's, that's what's kind of scary is like him just going like, you know, Josh Allen two years ago or like, right. you know, and just like really just like, uh, sit it to a shootout. Like, like, I, I have all these teams, like, yeah, the chiefs <laughs> should not be afraid of this unless their defense kind of shuts down, which we saw a little bit like quarterbacks look totally suspect against the Bengals. Like real, that was a really tough hack. <clears throat> yeah, that's just a really strange. God, there were so many. I don't want to keep talking about the Chiefs Bengals, but there were so many yeah. just amazing yeah. catches by their receivers. Just unbelievable plays as he's falling down, getting jacked and falling onto his back and somehow pulls it out. It was, it was just kind of incredible. I don't really see them stringing together a bunch of games like that. The Bengals? Yeah. 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 I would agree. I, I would say, I mean, just for them not being there at all and not having the experience, we're big on the playoff experience that, you know, you need, especially within in quarterback play. Um, but I definitely think it's the team that is going to ride the momentum into the end of the season. And the Bengals do have that right now. The team before that, that we, that I was most worried about for the chiefs was the Colts um, just with their run game, the ability to just basically, you know, basically pay play ball position or, or, or ball possession game and keep Pat Mahomes and just p- basically play the game script from, you know, the Pats, what was it? Three years ago where they just kept the ball away from him in the first half and just put him in a position to, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I don't really think that the chiefs lose to those types of teams. I mean, I heard that all leading up to the Tennessee game last year that Derrick Henry was just running all over everybody. And like, I just don't feel like those teams can really keep up with the chiefs if they're on their game. I'm, I think that you need to have a pass and attack. You have to, I mean, it's a, it's a boat race. And so, I mean, that's exactly what happened in the Bengals game. You know, there's tons and tons of offense. That's what happened when we lost to the Rams in that huge, amazing game. I mean, this year is different than other years, but I just, I guess I just don't fear. I mean, everybody loves to, say the Colts right now because they, you know, they're, they've got a good line. They've got a good running back and then they've got a quarterback who's playing a lot better than everybody assumed he would be. But mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like they have, you know, the so, kind of weapons. So you're not, and then you're not afraid. Cause right now, like as it, if the playoffs are starting today, they're playing the, the, the chargers. We're not, we're not afraid of the chargers after, you know, what, Oh, I'm afraid of the chargers for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, they've, you know, they, they were, they caught fire there for a little while and they look like the most dangerous team in the country. And then they did what the chargers always do, which is kind of fall apart at the very end. Um, but you know, I, I really like Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's absolutely. Um, I'm not saying that I don't fear the chargers. I just, I fear Buffalo more. That's all. Yeah. 
so weird. Like that, you can't just shake that. Like the Chargers are just Chargers. Like that franchise just has a thing over it, which is nuts. It doesn't matter who you run in there. Like I know different quarterback, different coach, different like it's change everything, and it still keeps happening. I don't understand. It's like (laughs) cowboy hat is cursed. Do not put it on your head. Okay. Um, NFC side, who do you like? Well, speaking of cowboys, um, I do like you like us. Yeah, I like the Cowboys. I do. Um, of course, everybody's going to say the Bucks because you know. I'm. Yeah, out. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I'm out we on the Bucks. Godwin. Too. We lost. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they've lost. They lost three games where they've been double-digit favorites, and I think it might just be two. I think one of the games might have been like eight and a half. But I mean, they're losing some weird games. Like that Jets game was way too scary for it to be like yeah. talking about like an NFC favorite. That's nuts. And, and just as we talk about like momentum, just talk about all the the negative shit swirling around them for the last few weeks. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a draining thing on a football team, especially one that went you know all the way to the Super Bowl last year. That's a little bit of an older team that's been hit by injuries. This is a rough you know road for them to hoe, uh, trying to go back to back and get there. I I'm if I'm like because uh, right now what they're the three ish seed. If I'm San Francisco. Or even like, I don't want to say Philadelphia. That's a little too crazy. But like, if it's like Arizona, like that might be a good matchup for Arizona to kind of learn. Yeah, it'll be on the road, but this team isn't firing on all cylinders. And offensively, I don't think that they're going to, I don't think that they're going to have much in the fucking um, uh, tank. And if you can get Tom Brady off balance and like Chandler Jones setting up a good pass rush, you might have a really good opportunity to sneak one on the road in the playoffs with a first year, you know, first year uh, playoff quarterback in Kyler Murray. Yeah. Cause uh, Brady already looks floppable. Like we've seen yes. him look floppable. Like, yeah, you know, he's 67 years old. He's going to be floppable. <laughs> also Kyler Murray doesn't look the same ever since he hurt that ankle. I, he has yeah. not yeah. ever really bounced back the way I thought it just kept lingering on and lingering on, you know, green Bay could be in the mix here. Um, I, I, by the way, I can't let this go. Antonio Brown, if he's going to leave the NFL, is that it had to be something like that. It had to be just yes. him waltz off the stage, walking right across the field. While That's the both. craziest thing, right? Like, I'm, I almost wonder if the refs, like, saw him or, like, is a fan rushing out of the stadium, like, on the field? Because you wouldn't be able to tell immediately that it was a player, right? You wouldn't have thought, like, oh, that's Antonio Brown. Just running at the back of the end zone like that. It's, it's so insane. Like I see him like get an Uber, and then also he shows up like courtside at like a the Nets game. game. Like, and it's just like, brother, I don't think you can afford any of this shit. When we listed out all the things that he's done, most of which I had forgotten, but oh. like I just don't feel like there are enough consequences for this guy. He's still rich. He still just thinks he could do whatever he wants. I, I don't know. It's just it's wild to me. I guess not playing in the NFL is consequence enough. But uh, yeah, so it's our catching up. Okay, uh, so brother, real fast, give us any note you have for our next two hundred. But uh, give me your Super Bowl matchup before then. Who do you like the Super Bowl? Dallas. Do it, dude. Just do it. Just go nuts. Go for it. I'm not going to go for it. It's not going to. Dallas Chargers. Oh, my goodness. You're going to bet against your own team. What's that? This this is reverse jinx right here. This is not what he really thinks. I mean, wouldn't it be be wild if it was Rams Chargers in here in LA? Yeah, that'd be nuts. That would be a little nuts. But I think you do have something that's around like a plus $1,400 matchup. So maybe take a little coin, put it on there. I might. Yeah. 
Oh, well, it's uh, great buddy, to you again. You'll always be, yeah, you'll always be the original guest. I appreciate that, buddy. Come back anytime you want. And OP. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> sir. You got it. Being jumping on, so we're going to talk a little bit of the it maybe fixes college football, and then just talk about his prolific emailing. Oh, the email of the year. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, you'll just have to chop chop and screw this together. There he is. I'm having a complete flashback from episode 100, me editing, (laughs) trying to line up these voices. Should be hopping on here. Oh, there he is. Look at this guy. (laughs) What's up, Bobby? What happened here? Did we have you? uh, You jumped on the 100th episode, right? I'm fairly confident. Yes, I yeah. did. I wrote. I wrote this amazing poem. I, I'm surprised you don't remember <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, it was really more of a ballad. If, <laughs> yes, that's right. So I was it, on the hundred. Like e- email or top spot? How does that feel? Just be like the official email. It went from email of the year to just email or the podcast. Like, yeah. is it like? Do you wake up in the morning just like something gnawing at your brain? Like you just gotta ask us, or is it more of just like this is in between like lunch and I'm a little tired, so I'm just gonna shoot off like one email. They may be sports podcast. Well, I suspect if you logged all the times that e- I email, <laughs> it was around happy hour time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, happy hour time. That's whenever it just starts flowing. That's yeah. when I just start pondering, what would the what would the boys, the men say? What was what was your what was your favorite listen to like all the emails you sent? Like, what was your favorite like? Oh, this is the black. Like NBA Jam seems like kind of super recent, but there was there was there one where you just like, oh, these guys really jumped in. Like, like I'm getting my dollars worth. Oh shoot! Um, honestly, anything that I can get like pull, pop, like some type of pop culture. Thing, question into it like yes. to just really just randomly rack your brain on on pop culture this like things that will like come to your mind as far as like oh favorite i don't i don't even know what like i don't even know what horror picture movie like something whatever that just makes you randomly pull stuff out of your you had yeah you've, like had, you've, you've had a couple with like drinks and like food and stuff like that like those are <laughs> yeah. those are my favorite when you give some wild combinations for like what the fuck like where do we even go from here yeah, I do like that. I like the stumper ones because bang your 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 brain is a maze. That's uh, <laughs> amazing. And uh, I love it when it gets unlocked during happy hour and starts sending. What, us emails. What's a crazy one? Wasn't there just like what like what's the weirdest thing you could see stadiums named or something like that? You just yeah. like, <laughs> like it's yeah. It, I I think it was like yeah like yeah like uh, sponsorships like awful. <laughs> like sponsorships like what could be the worst which is funny because i brought up recently with the little caesar's arena uh, that recently <laughs> yeah. got brought up and i thought that was funny that's too but, funny yeah it's funny uh well one of the things we wanted you to jump on i don't know if you if you have like uh any kind of quiz you want to throw at ma obviously like green light but we did want to talk to you about because on um, know you're a notre dame fan at heart but you do watch some ku football if your arms twisted a little too hard waiting for that <laughs> basketball season But one of the things we were kind of looking at and want to dive in and most awesome kind of drive the ship on it is just these like opt-outs is for you growing up, because especially if you're watching Notre Dame, it seems like college football, the bowl game, like super tradition for you growing up. Like, is it something you try to hand down to your kids now? Or do you feel like the bowl game's over? Like, what do you think about these kids opting out? Well, for a Notre Dame fan, bowl games have been difficult lately. 
right? We just keep uh, getting disappointed, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. Bowl games have gotten kind of weird, you know. Uh, they've gotten kind of, I don't know what the word is, just uh, uh, diluted, like they say. I talk about weird sponsorships, mm-hmm. you know, like random bowl games. that They just, I don't know. They've kind of lost their interest. Random, like, six and six teams now can play, you know, yeah. in a bowl game, which is just weird and silly but i mean it's let's the cool thing about bowl games that i think everybody enjoys about them i personally think is that it's on let's face it, it's on a holiday it's always on the holidays it's just kind of something you fill your time with whenever mm-hmm. you're we're all it's an escape you know yeah. and that's what you're looking for it may yeah. if, you, if you had assign it to like what's actually happened is it the and i know this is probably happening simultaneously but it's it's the opt-out is to pay the college kids. Like they're not playing. And it's also like, it's a little diluted, right? Just expanding the field. And then on top of that, also it's, you know, now that's the, there's the college football playoff. It's some of these bowl games, even though we know they didn't, but now they just kind of like super don't matter. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's definitely a confluence of events. I think the latest wrinkle is the NIL stuff, right? Where now guys are making a little extra money and they're looking at, do I want to stay at this program? Should I transfer and enter the transfer portal, which you've got guys that are, are opting out just to go to the transfer portal. So they don't want to play in the bull games and hurt potentially where they can land at their new place. Um, and I would say the college football playoff has diluted a little bit. Some of the, the top tier bowls, like the sugar bowl, the Rose bowl, the orange bowl. These are the ones, these, you know, January one bowl games that we traditionally would watch and like, you know, they might have a little, depending on the breakdown, they might have a little impact on the way the landscape of college football plays out. Um, but yeah, by and large, I, I think it's a little bit of, of everything. And I think, you know, kids are now a little bit more savvy as to, hey, I'm not going to play in, in the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl <laughs> and tear up my knee and potentially ruin my draft stock if if we're seven and four or you know or eight and four and i'm going to play for a chance to win a sugar bowl title winner we're not even competing for a national title what's what's the point of me doing that i think we saw this exemplified uh in the old miss game matt Carell, their quarterback junior quarterback took a pretty serious leg injury uh in the second quarter against i think they were playing baylor and it was kind of like shit, man. And he was on the sidelines and crutches. Now, thankfully, everything was okay. He was fine. But you're kind of like, fuck, you could have, that could have been millions of dollars wasted uh, for, and I get it. Like you applaud the kid for playing the game, but it's the, just like the unfortunate Tuesday morning quarterbacking of everything. It's like, should you really have played in it? You could have risked your entire career for ostensibly a meaningless game. Yeah. So which way do you see it being like, are you like pro like opting out? Like I get it, like do what's best for you or like, are you just kind of like you miss the tradition and also like being, you know, a dad that kind of grew up with, you know, the excitement of the holidays. of just like, let's sit down and watch this, you know, watch this cotton bowl like together. Like, is it something you're kind of pressing on uh, your kids or is it just like, you know, it's kind of not what it used to be. Uh, yeah. I think it's probably not what it, what it used to be. And that might be, it's just too big now money is just it rules it runs it now you know and you can't blame it's true most of us right you can't blame these kids for jumping shit like i'm not gonna for what for these these boosters these random super fans that 
come in here and it's like, I'm not getting anything. No. They start paying these kids money, which apparently is just, it's just going to get more. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. There'll be a point where they, I don't know, there might be a scenario where they won't have a choice to opt out of this game. It's like, no, 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 no. We've, you know, you're here for, because we paid you to be here. You're here, you're here because, you know, little Caesars local on, <laughs> and, and, and on mass street paid you $50,000 to show up that, you know, to say eat at little Caesars after your bowl touchdown, you need to get in there and play son, you know? So it might get to that point, but I, I mean, it's the good old days. I guess we missed the good old days of college football. So yeah. what, what's the solve? Go ahead, David. No, no, I was just going to say, I think, but I think, I think we need to amend the way that we view college football these days because it's the landscape's totally different. There's 10,000 more bulls. There's a playoff. There's kids are getting paid. Like we're, we're comparing apples and oranges at this point. We're not even, you know, to, to, to borrow from Pulp Fiction, it's not even the fucking same sport. It's not even the same <laughs> yeah. you know, ballpark. Well, okay, yeah, right? We're not doing, we're not doing like the bulls don't, they keep expanding, but they just don't mean meaning as much anymore but we're not going to go away from them like they're still going to be bulls they're still going to be kids that want to play you know a lot of these kids aren't going pro they're, so they're still going to want to play like at least on a national stage in their last game yeah yeah and that's the thing is is the guys that might not have a career or the guys that could like i love the bull games where it's like a, a blue chip power five conference against a non-con like a non-power five like those guys might have something to play that that might be some of the best tape that they have available to to show NFL scouts, like, look, like I can go up and play against a Mississippi state. If I'm in this, you know, like Boise state and I dominated the game and I, I can show that I can compete with these top level athletes. I mean, there's still something to be gained in some of these bowl games. It's just, you know, the, 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 you're, you're going to have to really sift through to find value in it as a fan, I should say. Yeah. No. That's perfect. Uh, so jump in, like, uh, let's, 200 episodes deep being you've been on i think four four times i think so yeah we, don't count, your, <laughs> we count your emails you've been on like you know around 200 <laughs> times <laughs> uh any favorite moments or notes i think we had you give us notes on the hundredth but any like uh just favorite moments or anything moving forward um famous i mean i still like uh the gambling corner because i don't i don't really know gambling very i'm not a very I'm not privy to that stuff. So I still, I still like that because it's like the one chance I get, I actually listen to somebody talk about the lines and I kind of feel like I learn a little bit. And it's also nice to listen to somebody doing that without like a New York accent on my radio. Like, yeah, call in for the, the <laughs> make it. You call yeah. me right now. You call, call me right now. now you know, Jerry, <laughs> yeah. give me a call right yeah. now. That year, I'm not being sold something to call, go in give this guy a call, you know, he'll get a cut of the money. Why not? I'm just like, well, this is just like, I wonder if they'll cover the line on this. Well, so I, I'd say I still like doing that. You know, it makes, and I don't see games like that. So I, I like to learn about seeing games like that. Do you ever notice it disappears around week eight when like <laughs> my goal is 60% uh, and I'm sitting at like, like 38% and we just stop doing it. Is yeah, it over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also fun. The part of the, yeah. It's also part of the fun for me. Cause I'm usually like two or three episodes behind. So I love to hear just like how wrong or how right everybody is, you know? <laughs> That's perfect, brother. Well, uh, keep firing off those emails. Thanks for jumping on. Um, did you, did you have a quiz? I do. 
Oh, great. Yeah, I, I got a couple. Go. I got, I guess, go I, I got now. Do you want me to go themed on the 200th episode or themed on John Madden? Oh, oh, this is good. Well, can we fold them both in? Let's do both. There's not that many. Yeah. There's only four. Okay. All right, okay. real quick. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we'll do all that. Right. Okay, first one. All right, all right, ready. What? I'll give you four options here. Multiple choice. Uh, the John Madden. What year was the first Madden NFL game? Was it 1995, 1997, 2000, or 1989? Ooh, that last one. Ah, uh, 90. I want to say you said the first one. A option A was 95, 95 right? 95. Yeah, I, think, I want to go 97. Yeah, I think it's 95. 2000 or 89. I think it's 95. 95? 89. Oh, really? 89. Yeah. 1989. Wow. 1989. Craziness. Uh, I know. I don't remember going that far. Um, all right. So here's another one. Uh, as far as being on the cover, we've got four options here. Who has not been on the cover? Oh, I'll know this. Okay. You may have got this. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not, yeah. All right. So we got uh, Vince Young, John Elway, Dante Culpepper, or Ray Lewis, who has not been on the cup. I think it's John Elway. I think it is John Elway. I think you're right. Yeah, I go with John Elway. John Elway is correct. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh there you go, baby. Dante Culpepper, uh, give me that cover, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we got a couple. Uh, those are good. All right. So now we got a couple of 200-episode uh, theme questions right here. Um, this might be a little bit more to formal, well, most awesome, but we'll see. How many Lions quarterbacks have thrown more than 200 touchdowns? Well, that's fun. Oh, Lions quarterbacks have thrown Lions more than have thrown more than 200 touchdowns in their like, career, obviously. Going going all the way season. back to like uh, Bobby Lane days, like 1950s, and the, all and the way there. back. Wait, can you combine all the Lions quarterbacks? <laughs> exactly. We barely have gotten. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's not Joey Harrington is not one of them. Yeah, Joey Harrington's okay. not there. <laughs> Um, shit. I don't know if Rodney Pete is going to be on there. How many are there? Do you know? Can you tell me that or no? I think that's the question. That's the question. Oh, how many are there? Yeah. Uh, Scott Mitchell, I think has got to have 200. Is he on there? No. Oh, he's not. He's not. In fact, Dan, you want to know. Dan Orlovsky didn't make the. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, well, Matt Stafford is one. Matt Stafford. And then, fuck. I don't wait, know. wait. Do you want to stop there or do you want to keep going? <laughs> it might be it. It might be it. Because Rodney Pete didn't throw a lot because Barry Sanders was there. Is, Eric Kramer is, didn't is throw a, a lot. Hit the one? We're, hitting we're a, gonna, yes. Hit the one. one. Hit the one. Hit the one. Stay, stay. But you did, say, <laughs> you did say Bobby Lane and you said Scott Mitchell both did not throw over 200 touchdowns, though. Oh, Matthew man. Stafford is the only one. But you did the say only. the other two. So good job. You had the top three. But only one. Only one. And here's the other question. Um, how many NFL players have scored more than 200 touchdowns in their entire career? So not passed, just scored like 200 or more. 200 or more how many, in their yes, career. Have scored, not, not thrown, right? Scored. Okay, scored. so don't, don't say it out loud, M.A. I want to get my number before you say yours. Okay. I'll give you a hint. No, no hint. No, 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 no hint. hint. Sorry, because I, I think I know. I think I know. I know one for sure. All right, what's your guess, Brandon? Twelve. No. Is that too high? It's too high. Too high. Too high. Oh yeah. Jerry Rice is one, and I don't know if there's any other. Like Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith? might be close. 
but I, I will, don't think I will, so. I will cut you off because you are on the right thinking. The answer is one. There yep. is only one. Jerry Rice is the only one at 208. Yep. Wow. It's embarrassing. Okay. Like my and, this is yeah. Ben Simmons all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's when you put in your respect, you're just like, really? There's only been one? Well, I should yeah, do like, the math. I was just like 15 a year for 10 years. Yeah. That's yeah. still one that's still 150. You're still yeah. like because like Ladini Tomlinson had that one season with like 28. But Emmett he was only at 162. Emmett yeah. Smith 175. But yeah. otherwise, just Jerry Rice at 208. Yeah. This goes back to uh, with our next guest that's in the waiting room right now, Jim. When I talked about, we talked about in one of our Neapolitans where he judged, where it was like, what's the most unbreakable sports record? And I talked all about fucking <laughs> Jerry Rice's records. And both yeah. of you were like, no, it'll get beat uh, in the passing league. No way, it won't. It's a fucking unbelievable. I agree a thousand percent. I agree a thousand percent. All right, last questions. How many pods do I actually listen to that are worth my time? <laughs> is this an over under or total yeah this feels like 200 the, i'll give you the answer uh, the same as the first two yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> only one there's only one pot i listen to that i love congratulations 200 oh, okay. episodes i love you guys Thanks, one buddy. love yeah, you brother all right we got erica up next here nice <clears throat> keeping perfect them in timing. the chamber perfect timing in the chamber in oh, the hello. chamber. Oh, hello. Are we? Hello. Yeah. Are you in a sauna? I was going to say. No, this is my headboard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's going to be like, I don't think you wear like a stocking cap in a sauna. That would I'm be really cool. committed in the sauna. I really like to sweat <laughs> it out. Just sweat yeah, no it out. Hi. Happy 200th episode, fellas. Thank, Thank you, what, Erica. What episode were you on? Like 60? Has it been like? <laughs> I honestly don't know. What's time? It's a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long, long long time ago many so, things yeah 200 means it's been like four years and yeah we, yeah i we think should I, this up we should have done, <laughs> done, our- done our homework before I came <laughs> um, how are you good we're doing doing awesome just, keep just podding just just, just pod doing on. a weekly pod every week that's what we do I think one of the good notes you had early, so I want to ask you about this. Like any sports we're not covering that you're just like, you should cover those. Let's hear about this. Uh, you know, no. I think you oh, guys are covering everything <laughs> that you really need to be covering. I think I'm gonna uh just okay. close the door on that and let it go. All right. All right. I think early on I wanted you to cover women's sports more, but um, I feel like you guys have covered a that a few times and I, I think i've got everything i need on that sure. well, yeah, exactly exactly a few i think we did yeah, exactly a few exactly as as much as uh as maybe we know Paul, about you it. did like your daughter's sports like that's you right about, and that was probably about enough that's all we really yeah yeah everyone yeah. wants everyone is on the edge of their seats wanting to know about uh five-year-old intramural soccer catholic I- league catholic league it's intense. Ooh, right. we, I, we, we can fit into this. Like you guys are both parents. Like what is it just kind of like as your kids like fade into sports? Like, cause there has I'm to sorry, be- Do you mean fade in or dominate? I don't, well, dominate. I mean, because there has to be a thing where it's just like, I Look want out. my kid to be the best, but it's also probably this new introduction of just like sportsmanship. And then like, what is <laughs> like, is there a tough balance there? <laughs> Not at all. Just I think you think you're, I think you think, I mean, for me anyway, I don't know what it's like for UMA, but for me, it was like, 
I thought I was a really kind of even keeled, chill person yeah. until my son started playing sports. Oh, are we getting and a little, are we getting a little, uh, not my mom? Older. Not yeah, look, my younger son is like, he's probably going to play professionally. He's a, he's a little bit brilliant. He's really good. And so he started playing with elite. And when he went from like normal a AYSO to like the elite league, then I got a little bit where like, okay. I was the being juices flowing. Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. You need to give me 10 minutes. They just got iPhones for Christmas. Could you close Whoa. the door? Yes, there's there's madness behind it. But she's like, hold on, baby. I'm talking about your future right now. You need to go. You need to leave. You need to be practicing your dribbling. Exactly. Right now. I don't hear any balls hitting off the wall in the background. Um, but I control their phones. So every time they want to add a new game, I have to put in the password. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. So yeah, I mean so that almost like it that almost opens up like a whole new field. Like, it's just like, now everything's on the table. Like now I want every game. Like it's a, like, is the budget like a game a day, like a game a week? Like I can't. No, I don't pay for games. No, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, but insane. they give you a bunch of free ones for the kids. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah we have, have you downloaded Roblox? Do you know what Roblox is? Yeah, yeah I know all about Roblox. Oh, yeah, yeah. My oh, daughter, Lord. my daughter has just entered into, my daughter's will be eight here in March. Uh, she's, entered into Roblox and then she started to learn about Robux or Robux or whatever what you have to buy mm -hmm. and you're like wait a second hold on yeah yeah it's a real shit show Roblox is. is a mess yeah, because so you can also there's lots to be careful because you can kind of navigate into different worlds and yes. some of them are kind of crazy you really have to like really monitor Roblox but you know they're old enough yeah yeah and they're and they're pretty good and they're you know we uh, i think there's some parental controls on it now too so uh, yeah. dr mrs commission is all over that so um, i'm all over it too yeah yeah yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> control everything i know who they talk to what they're what's the, what's the navigation are you just meeting strangers on there they can keep meeting other and other strangers like what's the how far do you navigate down roadblocks like what's the you danger can mess with the settings. i know i do what this is yeah it's you like can mess settings yeah it's like a it's like a like a role-playing not role-playing game kind of <laughs> yeah it's not yeah it's like minecraft like is kind of like minecraft okay minecraft. oh yeah, yeah my older son loves minecraft he's obsessed yeah yeah we're not, we're not it's like there. minecraft it's tight oh, we love it thanks for jumping on the 200th good <laughs> parenting tip right there so we're gonna play a little um wanted to get john this is a game that most awesome one to introduce which we'll do oh okay. yeah so this is cameo you're where cameo yeah yeah, we're uh, we had the same idea as another podcast. Doesn't matter. Like we have dramatically yeah. less listeners. So I think people steal from us. We steal from one of the people. It's the way <laughs> of the world. <laughs> so he's going to tell us an actor, and we're going to try to guess how much their cameo is. Okay. I've I've went all over. I, I didn't just stick to actors. I went pop culture. I Ooh. did a few athletes as well too. Okay. Um. Hopefully, I know who everyone is. Yeah, I did. I did. I will try and share the screen here if I can pull up okay. so you guys know who it is. Um, so first off, we're going to go uh, with Jason Serbone. You guys may know him from uh, The Sopranos. He was Jackie Jr. <laughs> Do you remember Jackie Jr.? Jackie he, Jr. Yeah. Yes. Jackie Jr. We did uh, a big Sopranos rewatch this year. You're in for that, right? Most awesome. Sure, um, man. There's a book involved. You keep saying sure, man. Like, like oh, <laughs> you don't like my answer? Is yeah. what you're saying? No, yeah, it does not sound like a yes. 
but I can only keep you in so many book clubs at one time. Jackie Serbone from Sopranos. Don't remember this kid from a lot of other, other stuff. Here, let me just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to share the screen right now here. I can you, I can you see him? Can you see him right here? This actor right here? Oh. That yeah. guy. He's with Meadow Soprano right there. Uh, uh, $75. Yeah, I got, I got $125 because I think there's a little love being the Sopranos. You got $125. If you guys split the difference, you're right there. It's a hundred bucks. Hey. <laughs> Ice. All right. Let's go to the next category. We'll go to an athlete. He's a famous boxer, undefeated in his career. Most recently just uh, fought a Paul brother. I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. Oh, this guy likes the cut of his jib. It's important to know. Because right. we thought you and I have talked about this offline. I don't think we really know if they set their own prices or if Cameo sets it for them. I mean, yes. obviously they have to. Have you set your, I think you set your own prices. I think. I think Erica might be right because I did when I was searching. I found a lot of people that had a dollar, and it made me very sad. Was, <laughs> yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, yeah uh, you well, do set your own prices. I think I have a friend who who does cameos, and I'm pretty sure he sets his own prices. Beautiful. Uh, all right, I got my I got my price locked in. You got your price locked in. I think I think I I have mine too. Okay. All right. Okay. Go. You go first. Okay. Right. I'm gonna say twelve hundred dollars. Oh, I was gonna say lower than that. I was gonna say five hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> five hundred and seventy-five dollars, and twelve hundred dollars for Floyd Money Mayweather, the million-dollar man, the guy who makes tons of Huge bets in Vegas, undefeated. He goes for $15,000. Oh, <laughs> I knew it was going to be fucking insane. Yeah, it's this a crazy amount. It's a crazy it's, amount. It's honestly, it's honestly How like, I don't, 15, I don't want to do this. Yeah. 15,000. Yeah. Come on. It's like more of a flex. He's just like, look how much I charge to never do this because no one's ever going to pay fucking $15,000. How, how uninspired will those cameos be when you get them? <laughs> he is going to fucking phone that in so hard. So bad. So bad. All right. Uh, um, next, next up, um, let's go mu music. Eric, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the '80s hair bands. Skid Row. Are you kidding? Yeah, I know. Okay, Thanks I didn't know. I, you're, you're, you're. Who? I don't. I. You know. I want to make sure. I mean, I'm a girl of 25, but I That's have right. Exactly. A youthful exuberance. Young. My nanny's 20 years old. I make references all the time. She has no idea what I'm talking about. That's depressing. It is. It's wildly life. depressing. Yes. Woo. Uh, so, uh, Sebastian Bach, lead singer of Skid Row. I'd pay $15,000 for Sebastian pay, Bach. Would you really? Right oh, wow. now. Yes. No. Skid Row, lead singer. All right. I got, I, got, I got my number locked in. This is what Sebastian's Let's looking like these looks days. Like. Oh, that's so sad to me. That's yes. That's Chris heart. Jericho. I don't know why he's next to Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh. Google Images Look does its own thing. how cute he used to be back then. Oh. But, yes. He's a, he's a young... Sex you. Okay, Sebastian Bach. Three hundred. I got four fifty. Forty-five. I had more numbers. Three hundred and twenty-five. Seems like you're dragging it out. I like. I like that you just. It just. You just slant. You just wedge yours in. Here's like four fifty. Boom. Best <laughs> offer. It's not prices right rules, Brandana. Um. 
in, in a very, in, what'd you say? 325, Erica? 325. 325. Yeah. Uh, Brandon is closest, but if it was Price is Right rules, you'd win over. Erica would win the round. He's at 469 in a very. Ooh. I said 450. I nailed it. Yes, but Price is Right rules, you went over. Yeah, ah. Oh, no, you went under. I'm sorry. I, no, you went under. Yeah, I, I, I screwed it up. It. I'm Bob Parker, and I'm delusional right now. It's too late. I win. Dalvin. Okay. Yeah. Um, a few more. Okay. Uh, let's go. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Not a good start. Correctly. Not a good start. Not a good start. But I'll show him. He's a meme that a lot of people have seen. I'm talking about this guy, the ancient aliens guy, uh, Giorgio Sakalukas from the History Channel. <laughs> Did you see this guy? Have you seen this meme right here? That this uh, guy, the the ancient no, aliens guy. You don't know yeah. this. Mm-mm. No one know. knows this meme? All right. $55. But yeah, I still want to guess. I'm going um, to guess he's overselling himself. <laughs> he's a little <laughs> delusional. Anyone who go, shows up on camera with that hair. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, 210 bucks. Oh. 210 and you said 55? 55. Well, then I went to 45. 45. Oh, you down. Uh, he is at, now this is, he's $100. $100 for this guy. Who's getting this guy's cameo? This is what I want to know. $100. Do you think that you guys should start doing cameos? <laughs> I think yes. Uh, this uh, After researching this, Erica, you're 100% correct. When we get done, like we have to guess, Erica, you have to write down what your number is for Most Awesome and Brandon to send <laughs> a message to a loved one. And we'll guess what you're going to put our number at. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quantify it. It's just so valuable. Nope, All it right. is a number. How many? How many? I got. I got a few more. What would you rather do? Bruce Dern, Bill Self, or Dog the Bounty Hunter? I'll let uh, you pick for this last one. Yeah. So we'll do one more. Let's do Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's what I Dog the do. Bounty Hunter. All right. Did not find Brian Laundry, so I don't know if that's affecting the price or not. If you remember, he was going after the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry. Do you know this? No. Why, why, how am I the only one? That, am I? Are you guys my nanny? Uh, you guys don't <laughs> right now. You, no one remembers the Gabby Patino, the, the the young lady. Yeah, I like you blaming an age thing. It just might be like your curiosities thing. Wait, yeah, was she? She was, she was like killed, right? Yes, she was the one that was doing the van life thing with her. It was national <gasps> news. Oh yes, 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 yes. With her yes. boyfriend, and then her the boyfriend pulled her over. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. And, and, and then he, and then he went on the run, and then Dog the Bounty Hunter uh, in, inserted himself in this national news story and said he's the one that's going to bring Brian Laundry home, which he failed. He did not do it. Oh, that's that tracks. Uh, Seven hundred. No, six hundred twenty-seven dollars. Wow, that's really close. I had I had six ten. Six ten. It was my guess. Uh, you're both high on Dog the Bounty Hunter. Three hundred dollars. That's <gasps> the price that. you were gonna say. Three hundred. That was my there first guess, and I thought I was underselling him. Yeah. This is the fun of this game. Well, that's all, yeah, it does seem like a. It just seemed like someone that would take advantage of his like brief celebrity, and it's just like let's start trying to rake in cash. And the fifteen thousand thing threw me off too. Now I'm. <laughs> yeah. That was that was part of it. That was part of it. I didn't. Everyone was like. So smart. Everyone that I could find was like in the that we knew. Was in the hundred dollar range. the The scary thing is, is how many people are in that like fifteen to ten dollar range, which you're like, I don't. You just put. You just said you're an actor. I don't know that you're in in anything. Yeah, I'm there. Maybe Uh, we could just like for charity, just buy a bunch of cameos from these ten to fifteen dollar people, just to be nice. 
No, we're out. We're all out on that. No, no, no. no. Charity. Sorry. Who's Charity? They're Charity? No, no, no. We're not charity. no, no, no. I can't write off Cameo. I can't go to my account and say, look, I got a bunch of Cameos to write off at the end of the year. It ain't <laughs> happening, Erica. All right, Erica, real fast. Give us, um, so what is our price for uh, Most Awesome and Brandana? It's a dual thing. So remember, you get both of us. You get both of us. And then uh, we'll end with a parenting tip on your kids got cell phones for the first time. <laughs> have to handle that. So um, $125 for both of you. As a Ooh. pair? As, As a, a pair. pair. Mm-hmm. Take it. Yeah. I might do 200 for the 200th. I mean, that's yeah, not yeah. Okay, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you, you name the price. Because <laughs> you basically, you just said we're worth 62.50 a pop. <laughs> Uh, all right, what, uh, what parenting tip do you have for kids that just got their first phone? What's up? Uh, first what's of all, don't get your account? children cell phones. That's the first tip <laughs> I would give you. They're too right. young and they don't need them. That's the first tip. But Perfect. if you are, have full control over them because um, everybody says they don't want to bribe their kids or like, you know, punish their, but like, that's the only way to get through parenting is like bribing your kids 90% yes. of the time. So the phone is the ultimate like do this or you don't get to have your screen time it's magic it's they're really it's the only thing they give a shit about it's the only thing they care about now so nice you know make sure you have full control over it perfect i love it absolutely and uh in a few years i'll be hitting you up to all the uh things to worry about online now that i won't know about exactly exactly so much beautiful erica thanks for hopping on we appreciate it we're gonna go thank you we're gonna go from the lady of our pod to the lady of my life it looks like sam dr mrs the commission is in the waiting room here Two hundred episodes. It's long overdue. We got you on. Did you ever think like we'd ask you on? Like no, I didn't. I have to do it. To be honest, like why it never happens because it feels like to have MA downstairs. It's like someone's got to be upstairs. Like we can't like we can't split the focus. (laughs) There's no way you get them both at the same time. That's the thing is I I felt like he was like you know what I don't know that I want these two parts of my life to me. (laughs) I think I want to have separate life partner pod partner. What's the most like, what's the most wildest thing that's ever happened? Like while he's been on the pot, like, do you try to defend? Like, is is something really crazy goes on? Like, do you come downstairs and you're just like, Hey, like need you upstairs for this? Or it's just like quiet, like dad's doing the podcast. Let's let him try to figure that out. I think that we've, we found a balance where, you know, the kids kind of know to stay in bed when it's pod time. (laughs) Right. Yes. We've locked the doors too, from the outside. So they can't get out. (laughs) Yeah. To be fair. We've rigged it, but that's fine. <laughs> it makes us sound better if they just stay in bed. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like everyone, well, we got, um, I liked your questions. Let's do a little does it may have it. Ooh, <laughs> Han, you give me a does. All right. Okay, Han. <laughs> Kids edition, does it may have it. Yeah. Are you ready? Perfect. Oh, Kids edition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this with our children? Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think kids are asking, but it's, it's about the, so it's a little, yes, yeah, a little MA, MA parenting tip, a jump in there. Do you want me to read them? Sam, you want to read them? No, I, I don't have them in front of me because yeah, I sent no them problem. to you. So I'm going to let you do it. Okay. And I'm just going to tell you if he's right or wrong. Oh, okay. This is, a, this is like a, uh, 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 what is it? The, not the honeymooners. 
Is that what the show is? The, what's the, what's the uh, show? Oh, new, newlyweds. Newlyweds. Yeah, newlyweds. Oh, yeah. newlyweds. Yeah. Newlyweds. Yeah. I did give you the answers just in case to keep us all honest. Yeah. <laughs> what? Maybe. what? So maybe? she doesn't wilt under the pressure when I give her the stink eye from Zoom. It's like, you're ruining my career, hon. Right. What made you guys bring Kamisha to the emergency room? Oh, Kamisha. Oh, this is perfect. Yes, this is. Um, we had just come back from a trip from Des Moines where we were visiting our, their, their third sets of grandparents. Uh, and Kamishat had shoved up a Lego up her nose uh, to which she has claimed to this day that it has been there. Or actually we didn't just come home from that. We, had we been did. Home. I was going to say we were there in Memorial day. We were Memorial day. And this was like mid June, July. July. Oh, it was July. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she had said that this, she, she was walking in the bedrooms, you know, our layout brandana. She let out a big, <gasps> and then told Dr. Mrs. The commish that she has a Lego up her nose, which it had been up there for Memorial day, which was basically like five weeks ago. When we visited, <laughs> we took her to the emergency room and at first we tried to see if we could do it ourselves but we didn't have anything that was dull enough to get up there and it was pretty far up there her up her could, nose could you, could you feel it like on the you couldn't you feel it. it we could see it it was like see it. yeah we would, took like a cell phone light and was like shining it up her nose also pinning her down because she was starting to freak out a little bit about it and you yeah. could see it was like that kind of like like a translucent green it didn't look like a lego that's what she said it was but you could see it up there so then we uh, we all piled in the car, Kamishat 2.0. 2.0 was still a baby at that point, and um, you know we had uh, we just we had come back from dinner when she'd done that and went in there and <laughs> she has Kamishat has our favorite line of all time when she's sitting there after we went to the emergency room after they wrapped her in a towel to hold her down and pulled it out of her nose. The nurses at the emergency room were fantastic. Clearly, this was not their first rodeo in doing this. And Kamishat had um, the best line of the night where she's sitting back in the back of the car and she had gotten her hair cut the day before to which she calls that day, hair- same day, same, same day. day. Yeah. Or th- that day that she calls the, the hair place right at that time. Cause she was like four years old and she, we went to dinner, which we call the pizza place. And she was like, <laughs> we had a long, it was a, today was a long day. Hair place nose place pizza place <laughs> today was a long day it was just like all the places we've gone to today i have to say like the comedic genius of it really was that she said hair like we had no idea what where she was going with this she's right. just sitting in the car talking to herself and she goes pizza place place nose place yeah. it was definitely like the group of three that yeah. got us like long day <laughs> so as as parents when you guys kind of figure out like just how you handle like a slight emergency like is one of you like the heavy and the other just like comforting or how do you how do you guys do that like are you both kind of comforting like do you game plan for it or is one kind of like let's figure this out if everyone just like it's going to be all right i definitely think there was a phone call to my sister like checking the like doctor in me that was like can I just do this? Like, should I just run to work and grab the alligator forceps and just like do this myself? And yeah. my sister's like, that's not advisable. You're going to have to keep this job. So I feel like that's the business mode I went into. I don't know. Uh, what do you, what do you think? Uh, 
You can M-A. call me. You can. Yeah. Oh man, this is weird. Like, what do I call you? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. No. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, we. I definitely was leaning more toward just doing it ourselves, but uh, to to <laughs> avoid the thing. But once we realized, like, you could actually cause damage on it. Yeah. Then we're um, like, no. But no, I mean, to think like, I think Brandon, I think you're kind of talking to more of a global perspective of like, you know, uh, who is the disciplinarian? Yeah, is that well, what you're yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, just kind of what roles do you guys play? Like, obviously, you guys can't come both in there like freaking out. Is one allowed to kind of, you know, just be like comforting and the other one's just like, all right, let me look all this shit up and figure this out. Like, do you guys know that or is it just dance it, at the same time? I think it totally depends on the situation. But there are some times where it, it goes back and forth, I think. Yeah, and I think Maybe it also, yeah, no, yeah, I, no, and I, I would totally agree. And I think sometimes, like, as, as a parent, like, you're the tip of the spear on a certain thing. Maybe it's, you know, under your watch, if you will, that something's happened and you need the other to kind of step in and maybe because they're not so close to the situation, whatever it may be, they can offer a different perspective and Mm -hmm. a different kind of like energy to it that might be necessary to like get you out of your rut because sometimes like when you're a parent you kind of get stuck in a rut of like this repetition and we all know as kids when we were dealing with our parents like we had these like roles that we thought we were playing and sometimes having that other parent to pull either party out of that role is important that's actually a great point. What I haven't thought of is just like, you know, if, if the Lego in the nose happens like on your watch, is there a little bit of guilt, but you just got to get past that. Right. Or is it like, does it not come up? Like everyone just understands like, you know, fucked up shit's going to happen. Like underneath, like, well, there's like that. There's all, there's always guilt all the time. So that's the thing you just got to have to com- carp, uh, compartmentalize is that you're always guilty about something. And I know Dr. Mrs. The Commission feels the same way on that stuff a lot too. It's like, mm-hmm. even when you're trying your best and you're not, you, you feel guilty. You know, the one thing I, I remember talking with, you know, one of the grandparents before was like, the second they're born, you're always going to worry about your kid, regardless of how old you were, you know, and how old they are, if they're in their 40s or if they're, you know, a newborn, you're always going to worry about your kid. And that stuck with me because, you know, it, it's not going to go away, but it also helps me kind of understand that emotion of like the worry, the guilt, the stress of being a parent, it's never going to go away. So you, you better learn to kind of like operate in those moments and not, not let it consume you. Yeah. I can't let you, you can't like crumble, you know, you got to figure it out. And I think like when it comes to medical things, probably there are certain things that I will take yeah. the point on more. And then just different situations, Paul will. I mean, it really just depends. I think the best quote, my uncle always says, you're only as happy as your saddest kid. And so I think that that sums it up right there. Yeah, that's good. And I, I can imagine it's like you you knew, like even in the beginning, it's just like, we're not gonna, you know, it's not blaming each other. Like we're on this, like as a team, like the entire time. So I think capturing that energy, it just sounds to me like would be like super. And obviously you guys have it, but just capturing that, like right off the bat being like, like, I get it. Like, you know, raising these kids, raising two kids, like raising three kids, like it's, it's going to be a handful. So we're, we're there support. Well, speaking of trips to the emergency room, question two, <laughs> question two, um, what made you guys bring commission 2.0 to the emergency room? Ah, this was on my watch. Uh, so Dr. Miss, the commish was, um, 
was at work. It was a Saturday and I was watching the two little girls there. And I forget what it was. There was like, there was a box. I think we were unpacking. Uh, might've been actually, no, it couldn't have been when we were close to moving, but we were, there's a box in the dining room that was unpacking uh, that we were unpacking and she was playing in it. And there were those two little like circular disc magnets, the black solid magnets. And I swear I saw like, I don't know if it was two before, and then I could only find one thereafter. And when I saw her, she was playing and she was like, you know, 2.0 as a baby, they put stuff in their mouth all the time. So I was like, saw her with her hands in her mouth next to the box that we were unpacking. And I was just like, this kid fucking swallowed a magnet. (laughs) This is it. So, you know, called. And that's again, this is the, the hierarchy of it. It goes, me with no advanced degree veterinarian and then veterinarian <laughs> sister calls her physician sister to kind of like say like what's the what's the best what can we do do we just like let her poop this magnet out or what do we got to do and it was like nope got to take her to the emergency room because god forbid it like breaks or pinches. there were two magnets or something like that or there are yeah. two magnets and then they stick together on each other and now you've got a kid with you know magnet belly that can't you know go through the airport security so we went there and that was a scant nine hundred dollars later i think it was was, the worst part was the fact that she couldn't eat anything so it it was the morning i'm not i remember if you had fed them breakfast so we go to the uh, like we're going to the emergency room but we're there waiting i want to say seven hours yeah we were there forever and there was she couldn't eat so this is a little baby who's like, I just want to eat. And it was all we could do to just keep her sane, I guess. I don't know, alive. And to top it all off, it literally, like once we got in, it was all of 30 minutes, boom, boom, boom. And then the, was a nurse practitioner that was ta- telling that, that he didn't want to be a nurse anymore, that he really always wanted to be a veterinarian and spent a better yep. portion of the time talking with my wife about being a veterinarian to which, which i'm like shut up we want to get out of here we've been here for like seven we're so hours hungry. yeah we're all yeah. super hungry this is nuts so like having like having kids is there like um you know is there just a like a drop kit like something you just grab like you just have a game plan it's just like all right so one second the baby like should something come up like just having the many kids or is like you all just pile in the car and go it's because it seems like it could be something that you know eventually you're just like Oh, if this happens, we have to plan it out. Like we have like a, a babysitter on like speed dial. Like what's kind of that setup? Mm, take yeah. it as it comes. <laughs> Gotta take it as it comes, man. It all depends. Yeah. You know? No crossed. one's no one's no one's planning for a magnet in the belly. So yeah. you just did gotta she, kind of did, roll did the punches. Have the magnet in the belly? Oh no. 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 <laughs> did you find the magnet later? No, I'm not she sure. She never actually. swallowed it. She never swallowed it. It was, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? Here's the thing. If we hadn't gone. She would have had a magnet or yeah, like it's true. It's just that it's you know one of those things. Okay. Um, all right. Next question. So Halloween costumes. That is the theme. Um, what are three odd Halloween costumes that Dr. Mrs. the Commission had to make from scratch for the kids? Give me one per kid. Oh, one per kid? One per kid, yeah. Um, okay. So for Kamish at, I think the first one that she made was Barbie video game hero, which is a Barbie video game movie that she did, uh, or 
Yeah. Uh, for 2.0, she wanted to be not just a pumpkin, but a pink pumpkin. So she made her into a pink, pink pumpkin. <laughs> um, and then Kamish Jr. wanted to be a spider that eventually turned into a tickle spider to which he was yelling <laughs> at everyone as we walked down that he was not just a spider, but he was a tickle spider. Nailed it, buddy. Yeah, um, all right. What day of the week was Charlotte born? Is that out? Yeah, probably. That's fine. No, you can leave it in there. That's fine. What week was she born? No, no. no. What uh, what day of the week? Oh, wasn't it? It was a Wednesday. It was Ash Wednesday. No, am I wrong? Shit. <laughs> I went into labor on Ash Wednesday. So the Tuesday before? Yeah, it is. No, I was just how labor works. No, even I know that. <laughs> you don't go to labor. Oh, wait. Wednesday. What day was she born? All right. <laughs> what day of the week? Uh, so then Thursday? Yes, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just look, look. <laughs> I don't remember the day of the week. Fuck. You know what I did get? You know what I did get right? You know what I did get right, which is really sad, is what episode our first Neapolitan showdown was. <laughs> that I got right. That I nailed. Day of the week, my daughter, my first daughter, my baby girl was born, missed. Uh, what time was 2.0 born? God damn it. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> time, bro. Just give it time. 2.0. What time was it? 2.0. This is unfair. Do you remember when Kamishat was born? No. <laughs> uh, she was like 11 in the... Well, no, no, no. Nor, uh, 2.0 was born like 5, 3 o'clock, 4, 5, 5 o'clock? Five, at 5, 5.30. 5.30, okay. Commission, I think, was born at like 11.30 in the morning, wasn't it? No? Fuck. One? 109. 109. I like this. I like this right oh, here. Oh man, uh, man, this is my kids. I hope. Please don't listen to this, Daddy. Da- Daddy loves you. With that, like the Halloween costume is pretty impressive. That's pretty. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, with that. And the rest of the times we had to rush in the emergency room. You remember all those, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll wrap up with right here. I do like these. So, and help me out with this, uh, Doctor Miskimish. Weird pronunciation of words for each kid. Extra point uh, if you know which ones they pick. So. Can you guess? So I guess the rule should be he guesses each kid like what weird pronunciation they have, and if he gets the right word, then it's even it's a bonus. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, we can say like if it is a weird pronunciation, you can vouch for that. But if you guess the one she guessed, each one of your kids that have a weird pronunciation word, they get bonus for it. Um. So I have to say the weird pronunciation and then say what it is, or you going to tell me what the pronunciation is. No, Sam. I'm not gonna. No, you just. Yeah, I, I think you just. Okay. Guess, guess what it is. So, what what weird way do your kids say words? Uh, when what Kamishat when she was young, I'm pretty sure she's gonna go with this one. Was she would say compass for pumpkins. <laughs> Amazing! Amazing! Uh, and then oh, I'm gonna miss it on 2.0. I can't. I'm starting. I'm gonna go to skip over and go to go to. Uh, Commish Jr. Uh, he would call Teddy Graham's Cumba Bears. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think that one, Johnny. That's a good one. Yeah, he's really right. Which, uh, what, what, what you, should you, what, what did you have? 
What'd you have? Are you on? Yeah. yeah oh, what does he call sparkly water? Farkle do. Not farkle, just sparkle. Is Spark- my sister <laughs> calls it farkly water? Oh, what did he say? What does he say? Sparkle do. Sparkle do. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, 2.0. This is hard because both girls mispronounce the same word, but differently. That's a, a clue. It was pumpkin? No, different word. Oh, oh, oh. shoot. I don't remember. What is it? Well, Charlotte would call them pupcakes, but what did Nora call them? I don't remember. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Damn it. Cupcakes or neat balls. That was the other one I had. Neat balls. Oh, neat balls was the best. Because neat balls, they love when Dr. Mrs. The Commish makes uh, her her meatballs. And then 2.0 would be like, I love these neat balls. It's like, meat, what are they? (laughs) Neat balls? Neat balls? Yeah. Uh, Perfect. That Beautiful. is it. In, any notes for our next 200? What can I do better, Dr. and Mrs. Kamish? As the leading MVP winner, I think combination <laughs> of MVPs, I think you're around 12. 12 would be my guess. I know, we, I know we've had some simultaneous. I know we have some anniversaries and we have some birthdays. But, oh, yeah. Uh, any, any notes for us? No, just, just keep living the dream. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, son. Uh, Sweetheart, thanks for coming yeah. on the pod finally. I love you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for helping out and allowing me to do this in our basement while you man the, the kids. I love you very much. I love you. Trent is here. Nice. Thanks. Uh, thanks for hopping on, buddy. Uh, any notes for our 200? Like you, you heard us for 200. What are we going to do moving forward? What's up? <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I really like the way ma uh is really smart and i like how uh you know you kind of fade to the background b i, I think you guys have a really great way of doing things Son of a bitch. Uh, super super effective so i figured we walk into this that's why i'm just gonna lean into it like uh just pitch yourself right now for three minutes to ma on how you're a better pod partner than i would be what do you got <laughs> all right um i mean first of all beard game mine's way stronger and so Ooh. there's more differentiation between myself and you brandon yeah yeah like now if if you guys needed some cheek game you, you guys needed a little puff up wow b's got me Wow. Yikes. I mean, he owns, he owns, that's, he goes hard in that paint. I couldn't, I can't step to that. But you got that suave, that Rico Suave look to you. And I'm, I'm going more like, like lumber GQ. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I I like, like, can he go city? Can he handle himself in the forest? I can do, I do both. Very Um, good. And, the pod obviously needs to cover more lumberjack sports. Uh, I could be an on-the-site coordinator or, or correspondent. Uh, that is one thing that I think you guys should. You need to get out of the studio and go to lot more, do more live potting at the events. People have often written in that that log rolling is my weakness. I don't. I, I don't have that yeah, dialed been, in. 
what a coincidence. It's so specific, but so correct. Yeah. So you would like to see us more out in the field. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to see you guys interacting with the crowds. Uh, I think you should be, in, you know, with uh, on a podcast on something that's listened but yes pod, yeah yeah pod live take a trip up to bill's mafia and do some live on the scene reporting uh we, you want us to do a live podcast i think we got that in the in the in the hopper we can make that work yeah abs- absolutely i mean hey, that, no, i think we have the we have the chat we have the check-in for a beat which was fun yeah like it's, it's one of us just getting totally trashed at an event and then calling the other person then we'd record it on the phone which was nice right but let's not forget the original premise and it should be with me instead of brandon <laughs> oh right, right. okay yeah no, yeah, yeah. About that. no one forgot yeah that. that's important like yeah. it should because or yeah i mean i can't sure. i love being he does a great job i don't know that i can uh i could ruffle this dynamic uh but i do like the little the little triad that we make when i'm occasionally uh, triad. yeah this kind of messed me up a little bit it feels like i got a ring on ma's hand and you just keep showing up at events and just like kind of flirting with me in the corner i'm just like all right, yeah what's going on here yeah you yeah, yeah. Real... i'm right at the altar with you guys going you guys are an open relationship right yeah you've got a real dustin hoffman in the fucking <laughs> mrs robinson the graduate energy going on right here can't well, be trusted uh well let's say that you guys let's say you don't steal ma away from me any tips for our next 200 buddy um i mean I, who who am i to to, to say i i think I mean, maybe just the, the live pod is, <laughs> um, best question you've asked yet <laughs> uh the, i mean they maybe add the live potting but yeah yeah i mean just keep you guys you guys have found a niche your wheelhouse you guys get barnyard when you do it. So like, I, I, I gotta say, it's just like right where it should be. Keep doing it. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Uh, we love it. Uh, I, I thought you were going to go MMA, but you, 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 you didn't, you, you didn't. Uh... Well, that's when we did that a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in the next year, like, that's a good question in the next year for our next hundred, like what should we be pulling you in on? Like, do you want to talk about these, like these Logan Paul fights? Do you want to still be talking MMA? I actually had an idea I, on this with, with Trent in mind. So, but I want Trent to give his answer, but I do have an idea on this. I actually, yeah, I actually, uh, do, yeah, got, got lost in my own riff, but I a hundred percent thought of that and then forgot it, but I agree more MMA, uh, be happy to offer insight, um, at any time uh, into into the violence, uh, but always, yeah, I think I, I clearly the sports world is trending hard. I mean, with with UFC going from like you know like weird rinky dink site like carnival show all the way to work its way onto Fox uh, or, or tough man contests and the FX and then Fox and then ESPN. Now now it's the fastest growing sport um, in the world uh, as far as viewership. Yeah, I, I think you guys should expand. Is is the future fighting? Is it like more of these kind of just gimmick setups where we see you know like an X wide receiver like fighting like a reality star, or will we go more down the UFC path, or can those two things kind of coexist simultaneously? Uh, I think they coexist. I think that the I I don't think that's the future. I think that the Paul brothers are kind of that'll die that'll die out like we're not going to see like a logan paul like versus antonio brown like that's not going to be the biggest bill no i mean their their goal i think the paul brothers are their own thing to be honest with you they are i for love them or hate them and a lot of people that 
that they're really good at making sure you do one of those things. Yeah. Um, and and their unique uh, kind of what, what do they say force majeure in in whatever space they go, but they create interest. And I don't think there'll be more people that can do it the way they can because they are actually elite athletes. And that's what is undersold about them. Like they're D1 re- wrestlers. They're, I mean, I can show you video of Logan Paul with Paula Costa who fought for the middleweight championship. Uh, he lost, but I mean, Logan Paul in just wrestling practice was giving him a hard time. And like then the other Jake Paul, they, these guys are also incredibly dedicated and they don't yeah. get that. Uh, the, the, they don't get credit for that. But yeah, Jake Paul lives boxing. Like he, they, they are fucking working. They're, they're Barnum and Bailey and, you know, James Brown in the fight game. They're the hardest working guys in that biz. So, yeah. no, I mean, I, I would totally agree with you on that with the Paul brothers. And I think they're, like I think what you said is spot on. This they're their they're their own entity. They're this they're this own unique, you know, fighting space in this world that bridges like actual fighting and entertainment. And um, yeah. I think you're also very spot on in the fact that their best skill is making you divided. And do you hate them or do you love them? Um, the thing that I was thinking is is I would love to get a little. I would love to get it because we now have you know zoom and the ability to pull up video and things like that i'd love for a little trent brandana mab sports podcast little little fight breakdown little watching some some highlights of some fights you have some fighting experience and i love that you mentioned some of the old tough man fights i'd love to pull up some of those old ones that are just like you know the 600 pound guy versus the 200 pound guy and really break down like what you know what what your perspective on that is we want to open up street fighting. I'd love to see a little bit of that too. Let's get some street fights going on in there and have I, Trent break some of that down. I would love that. Um, I'm totally what a great, in. What a great the, little spin the early UFC, Oh yeah. The, and the early, early UFC days are really fun to watch and they're easy to break down too, because it was the old school, my tiger style Kung Fu will defeat yes. your, you know, dragon style. And yeah. it's very Kumite ask. One second. Well, well, look who's came for came to have uh, oh! oh! you live on the pod, poops. Look at that. That's good. She's got she's shifty. Um, <laughs> awesome. Look right there. Man, the, the the FFA regulations for visitors is really loose right now. Yeah, You're just yeah zooming yeah. in and yeah, <laughs> bringing in visitors. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna take you upstairs. Just work. Yeah. I'm gonna be like one six right clear to the land. So, yeah. anyways, uh, just like, does MA can, still have it? Yeah, you're doing the second act in a plane. You're like, I can fire up this YouTube. It's just like it looks like you're piling this plane. You're like, it's all good. It's fine. It's all good. We're good. Taxi. He's fine. He's yeah. just taking Different a little taxi. nap. A little nap right there. Yeah, yeah, I, I would be fired so fast, but it's worth it. It's worth it for the pot. Thank you. That's uh, yeah. Buddy, you've been like one of the most dependent guests, and we've had so much fun, especially with uh, send us some movies you want to watch this year. It's always fun when you watch those fighting movies and we break them down together. But definitely do not let us forget about I love this MAB fight night where maybe we watch a little fight with you and we just break it down and then like have everybody like sync it up with it. Make it a video series, we'll do it. 
That would be awesome. Now, hold on. It sounds like we're wrapping up. And really quick, I did set up a very quick Does MA Have It? Perfect. Perfect, buddy. Yeah, I didn't want to put you on the spot. I yeah, you're good. And, and I think I think, I think think Trent owns the, the title of the one that stumped me the most. If I, remember, I remember, I think you got me with David Akers, the kicker from the Eagles, who was a Temple product. Just rent space in my head for the rest of my life. And on that... <laughs> what do you got for us buddy let's do it what's the uh, all right the theme it's, it's quick and dirty just three questions but the theme is over under does ma have it nfl busts oh all right Ooh. i'm in paul do you have it jan jamarcus russell in 2008 played 15 games yes over or under, he threw for 2,425 yards. Wow. Oh, that's really tough. Wow. That's a really tough. Jamarcus Russell, famously drafted by the Raiders, number two overall out of LSU. Big, huge arm. What was the number? You said 2,045 or 2,400? He played 15 games. Did he throw over or under 2,425 yards? 2,425. I'm, I'm giving you the breakdown, buddy. Divided yeah, by 15 okay. games. 161.6 yards a game. Ooh. Now, these are games that he played in. Um, I'm going to go. It's a 50-50 coin flip. Uh, he was very bad in that season. Or am I just remembering him being a bust? Uh, I'm going to go under. It's 2008. Under. He threw for 2,423. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew because I knew yeah. new T-Boss is not going to fucking. Yeah, exactly. If they're setting an under over, like an under over is going to be within a yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like it's <laughs> a head game for sure. And I, and I like All that right. where you're I'm sorry, real quick, T. I like where Brandana's head was at because I was like, I was doing the math on it like 15 divided by 24. Like, what's that breaking down to? So, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, you, buddy. All right. Uh, some people have heard of this name uh, in the uh, in, in uh, the category of busts, uh, Mr. Ryan Leaf. Oh. In, in Mr. Ryan Leaf in 1998, he started started nine games over under did he throw for more or less than 1300 yards so ryan leaf so i'm just going to kind of you know walk around number two overall pick 1997 draft famously picked after uh peyton manning which was actually a heated debate back in the day out of Washington State, who lost to my Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, that debate still Bowl. rages on to this day. <laughs> right, exactly. Rages we'll never know. Hard. We'll never yeah. know. We'll, we'll, it's hard to tell. Wait, he was picked after. He was picked after Peyton Manning. Yep. Peyton Manning was picked after him. No, no, was he was Ryan picked Leaf? after Ryan Leaf. Was picked oh. after Peyton Manning. Ryan Leaf went number two, but it was it was highly debated at one point. There were a lot of people that were out there that were squarely in the Ryan Leaf camp, um, coming out of out of college. Um, you said it was 1,300-ish yards in nine games? Over under 1,300 yards. That's 
0.45 yards a game, brother. It doesn't go. matter because this is going to be within a yard. So yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure I wanted to say it was over. I want to feel like he was at like 1,500 yards. Going over. I'm going over. Ryan Leaf threw in that season for 1,289 yards. God damn it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> one, for <two. laughs> one for two. One for two. One for two. Oh, one for right. two. Oh, yeah, you got the first one. All right. And then who I think my favorite bust of all time. Cause because we're we're figurative and literal photographic negatives. He shares my name, Mr. Trent Richardson. Trent yes, Trent Richardson, the running back out of Alabama, drafted third overall by the Cleveland Browns. Yes. And it was just the first pick he of the holes. He just hated wide open holes. He was just like, give me, give me the tackers. Let's go. He's afraid of holes. <laughs> Trey Richardson played for seven seasons in the NFL. If you'll remember, he, was, he started with Cleveland, as you said. He was traded in what seemed like a crazy idiotic deal to the yeah, Colts. And it's one Colts. of the few times that Cleveland ended up looking genius. And then I believe he ended his career with the Raiders, yep. getting burned at the Raiders. Trent Richardson on the ground, over or under, ran for more or less than 3,000 yards for his entire career. Seven seasons, too, because I feel like he did have like 900 yards. Like, I felt like he kind of had. He started out semi hot. He yeah, started out. Like, it wasn't like um, it was terrible, but he just was like grinding it out at like 3.2 yards. Well, yeah, he also he got, he got drafted on like the Saquon Barkley level where it's just like, oh, this guy's going to be like a. Before I realized like a running back's not going to change your franchise. And, and I, and there was lots of years where I think he didn't get much. So I'm going to go under 3,000. Uh, Trent Richardson. Also, well, sidebar, real quick, just go with your gut. Season one, over under 900 yards. I think it was like 925. 950 in season one. Yeah. Oh, that's, that, yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too fucking bad. Yeah. You sound enthused, by the way. You're like, yeah, that's fine. Moving on. For his entire career. Trent Richardson was able to accrue 2,657 yards. So he's under, right? That's he was under. Yeah. yeah. All right. We went three yeah. unders. I went two for three. Yeah. yeah. See, 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 Paul's all business. He didn't want to be impressed by how shitty Trent Richardson was. He was like, I won though, right? He was yeah, that's all he wanted. It's all he wanted. Give me, give me I, 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 I matched your level of impressiveness when I sat there and was like, it's like 925 yards. And you're like, oh, it's 950. And I was, and I said it a couple times in there in the first year, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So look, I'm matching your level of enthusiasm. I, like we'll, we'll cover this. You did. Most awesome wasn't there, but it was like when we were in Vegas with Joe, friend of the pod, and he took out the thing, and we had to guess over unders on yardage, and I was like way off, and I was just sitting at a table losing just ten spots over and over and over. <laughs> it's the most ten dollar bills you've ever seen pull out of pocket in your life. Thanks for jumping on, buddy. <laughs> Well, thanks for hopping on, buddy. So we're uh, celebrating the 200th. Wanted to get you on here. Yeah, 200 deep, you and part of it. Uh, how much did you love Fantasy Booth? And then when did your interest in fantasy football just die off? Was it around the time we stopped asking you on? Was that lined up where you're just like, are we not going to do week six Fantasy Booth? Uh, 
I the best part is is I completely forgot that that was a thing. Like I forgot that <laughs> fantasy football existed for probably three weeks, and then I was like, "Oh shit, fantasy football!" I should check my lineup, and that was easily my best stretch of fantasy football. Of the like, that was when my season turned back around. Was when I stopped touching my team. Um, you, you just romp and field I, it. You I, just set it and forget it. One hundred percent. Also, uh, Bing and I watched that stupid Ron Popel set it and forget it infomercial for probably like four and a half hours one night drinking natural lights in our college apartment. And then we went out and made ribs at five in the morning. Nice. And it was probably the, the dumbest thing, like the entire start to finish. It had no point. We were just 20 years old and so stupid. And then I walked out smelling like me, met a girl. Oh, there you go. Wait, yeah. did you, was, like, was it the was it the romp appeal actual like thing you guys bought to cook the ribs? No, we just tried to wing it. <laughs> yeah, out. who is also who has impromptu rib meat just hanging out? Like usually ribs have plans <laughs> for. Yeah, no, we uh, we we went to the grocery store probably like four in the morning. Uh, I'd like to think that we walked. I'd like to think that, but yeah, I yeah. can't make for, no, no. For the podcast, for the podcast, rims. you walked. You walked. <laughs> yeah, more direct. Yeah, we walked one hundred percent. I I heard a great I heard a great quote about a guy from a guy who grew up in Alabama that he was like, "We had designated drivers. It didn't mean that they stayed sober. It was just the guy willing to risk it." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we gonna fire off the, uh, the Neapolitan? Congrats on two hundred episodes, guys! Thanks, Thank brother. you. Thanks. We want to talk amazing. about um. So amazing. We're gonna rank our top three Neapolitans ever. Did you have a, a little quiz before we jump into that? And you can judge it. Ooh, I have a little quiz. I have a, I have a little uh, the take it take it way way back. So, the Neapolitan showdown is obviously you know my favorite part of this of this podcast. Uh, it seemed to be your guys' favorite part too. I was doing a little research and I found an episode where the Neapolitan showdown took up over fifty percent of the whole podcast. It was oh wow, pretty fucking amazing. Uh, All right, so I want to know. Uh, There's a little bit of uh, does they may have it. I got a couple does they may have it on, on the Neapolitan showdown. Uh, one, what episode was the original Neapolitan discussion? Uh, what episode did that occur? Oh, what episode did that occur? <sighs> I'm going to have to go. Oh, we lost. We lost him. Just giving me time to, to fucking. Oh, there he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. I, I, if I remember correctly, villains, I want to say villains was episode seven. And that villains was like, seven. yeah, villains, villains was seven. seven. So I'm going to go episode four, five, four. I, I think four. it's five. I think it's five. He's got it. He nailed it. Is it five? Seven was the first, first Neapolitan showdown where you said the name and awarded points. Episode seven, the topic was villains. Oh, episode was. four oh, was nice. the first time Neapolitan ice cream was, was discussed. All right, bonus point, M.A., who was your number one villain? Oh, sh- was it Darth Vader? Yes, it was. <laughs> the man's consistent four years later. Nice. <laughs> Oh, it's quiz too good. Okay, well, um, 
And Joe, you just shout when we have it. Let's get into the Nia real fast. So we're doing top uh, top three Nias of all time. I'm here. Okay, there you you're go. there. All right. You got another quiz question? Or you want to judge? I'm here. Okay. I have a quiz question. All right. So the youngest, the youngest player uh, to hit 200 home runs was Marvelous Melvin, as in Mel Ott. But nobody gives a shit about baseball. So <laughs> what college did Melvin Ingram go to? Melvin Ingram, the defensive end. <laughs> Very good. I like it. Uh, Melvin Ingram, the defensive end, went to South Carolina. Oh, he's a gamecock and you're a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell if you had that in the chamber. Right. Yeah, I did. One of one of my one of my favorite uh, uh, moments of this podcast. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into my favorite Neapolitan showdown because we'll discuss that. But one of my the I think the time that I fell in love with this podcast was when Most Awesome auditioned new signoffs, <laughs> uh, and he had he had a, he had a total five. He had prepared one was the Wu-Tang Clan that lasted for, uh, it was very impressive, but it went way too long. I want you to give me any two of the other four. Was was the Bukaki one of them? Yeah. You've been hit with a sports <laughs> Bukaki. Um, and then I did a, I did a Dennis Miller uh, sign off and I am out of here. <laughs> so, I want to go back and look. What was it? Was it like 14 weeks of you not being able to sign off, which was so hilarious? Like it always seemed like curveball. I do, I do want to get through this too. What was the which are you not gonna tell us or you're gonna tell us after you judge uh which episode was 50% uh like Neapolitan showdown? Are you not gonna tell us that yet? I I I honestly I, I would have to go back and look. I was doing a different project and I was looking for stuff in the Neapolitan showdown, and I was like how fucking long is this? <laughs> well, I, I think it, I think it's probably. It was, uh, okay, it so it's pretty you, great. All right, and then I got uh, I got one surprise for Pandora. The gambling pool. Hi, Brandon. You're breaking up, buddy. I'm excited. All right. First 10 episodes, not counting the lost episode, not counting the lost episode two. Yeah. I'm setting the over under at 66 and a half minutes of length. What are you taking? On how, how much we talked about gambling? No, how, I'm how saying long how long your episodes were. 66 oh, and a half minutes is the, is the over under. Okay, so so average, or is it just like if I if 67 average, the average of the first 10. 10, yeah, not counting episode two, obviously, because that's lost in zero minutes. The average length for all of them is it's over. We used yeah. to get long. I think there's like a two hour in there, which this one's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> was it even close? I found one that was a hundred that was. It was 66.7 minutes per episode. And I did find one that was an hour and 35 minutes. And I'm like, this is the Disney movie. No, yeah, we we definitely (laughs) 
we got our PT Anderson on, like we were just like, we're rolling, like roll the film, roll the film. Like, it's just like, no one's ever going to listen to this. Like we're just having fun. And eventually like, it may be like, you want to wrap this up? Like, it's just me smashing IPAs and like asking him about sports. And it's just like, maybe, maybe we put a little bow on this. It's before the structure too. So nobody knew it was end. I'd just be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom or I'm tired. And it'd be like, oh, let's talk later. Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's do Let's do a, like a Tales from the Frat. Yeah, Tales from, Tales from the Frat. That had a, that had a nice little arc where it's like, oh, we don't want to incriminate ourselves anymore. So let's, <laughs> let's just bury this fucking segment. Let's get all hammered in mythics. Um, okay, buddy. Do you uh, Awesome. Thanks for being I appreciate it. Do you want to judge the, uh, judge the showdown? It would be my honor times 200. Awesome, oh, buddy. Uh, let's let's remember one one of my fo- uh, fondest memories of Joe on the pot too was when um, <laughs> what was weird like our favorite things about the bar and he couldn't get over like bathroom, <laughs> like, <Yes. what> was, <laughs> like a bathroom. <laughs> easily, easily in in the two spots. <laughs> so let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. My three spot is villains. Uh, if we're ranking Neapolitan showdowns, I think that's when we really figured out what it was going to be. And it like, it definitely was the first time that it went from like ranking ice creams, which is great to like, we definitely put thought behind it, started mm-hmm. scoring it and then just like had a breakdown for each one and like threw it at each other. Yeah. So villains is my three spot. That's a very good one. I'm glad you mentioned that one. Also, do you do you guys remember too? We used to keep track of like winners and losers. Yeah, we're like we had a record. We did that like nine <laughs> episodes. And we're like, this is too much. This is too <laughs> yeah, much work. No one cares. There's no award for it. Like exactly, exactly. Um, villains is is very good. I'm actually gonna go with one that uh, Joe and his brother were on that we actually just did recently. I thought that was really fun. Where we did best TV jingles. Oh, yeah, and we then we're singing. Off different jingles that, was, that was great and then you you pulled out some fucking deep like backwoods <laughs> deep you know, to cut to yeah deep cuts. to yeah. Like, all right for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> it was like a like a topeka car dealership but like only in store it was like, it was like the jingle that would always like also go like, through the door and yeah i cool. like i have no confidence in my voice too so i'm looking for everyone for like assurance like you remember this and you're like what the fuck are we talking about of course we do not remember this <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 400 people on earth have heard this like none of us know what we're thinking about um all right how do you score that round brother all uh, right uh brandon great nostalgia 60 points to brandana and 40 points to most awesome Ooh. All right, I'll take it. 60, 40. Uh, my number two is worst people on planes. I think oh. this is when we really fell in love with the Nia showdown. It was a little later, but, but and this might be the episode where like 50% of the podcast was taken up by it. 100%. Once, once you pull the riff card and both, like maybe it's also like the first Nia where we realized we could connect on something and it could still be a bit because we were both <laughs> like, yes, we hate everybody on planes. Let's talk about this for 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. That's so funny. That's a good one. I totally forgot about that one. Um, mine is, I love, I'm a big fan of when we role play on it. 
uh, and you'll probably hear from us later in there. But my number two is we did it again. I think it was episode 179 where we role played breaking up with each other. <laughs> how we would do that. Yes. The best ways I, to break up with someone. Yes, we, we did. And the reason this was sent is because we like it's been known on the pod. The reason we broke the streak was because of me. And so like the guilt was like and like I told like I was telling you it was like the original thing is just like top three like worst things about Brandon. I was just like, let's do it. Let's go. You're like, I'm not doing that on the fucking right. podcast. Relax. Right. I was just like, all right, well, let's act like we're breaking up. He's <laughs> breaking yeah. up. How do we do that to each other? <laughs> Grateful. I loved, I loved the two that I loved the most was uh, most awesome had the, the it's not you, but it, it's your, it's your mom. And I just, <laughs> I can't, it's your family. I love you. So what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, and the, the then, breakup, like, and it, then Brandon was like, I had my brother's in trouble. I can't go into it. I've got to leave the city. <laughs> He'd rather like move to another city. Yeah. The, this conversation. <laughs> The breakup looked crazy. It's one of those Nia's where like we just text each other. Like we used to do like we like a little inside of the pod. We used to have like uh like pre-pro calls on like Wednesday yes. night and we like prep everything. And they were just like like we know the stance. Like fuck, we just like text each other like hours before. And it's right, like right. it was it was one of those that looked like it wasn't gonna fly on paper. And then once you got into it, you're just like, this is so fucking fun. <laughs> like I'm it's- having I'm having a blast. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good because I, like I said, I love the role playing. I love the direction of where everyone's going to go, or we not knowing where anyone's going to go in that moment, and then discovering what like the end result, like what you're trying to accomplish was, right? Like you trying to move to another city, or <laughs> me, me just pretending I don't know who you are anymore. Like that's a very fun, <laughs> like episode. So this does lean. Uh, how do you want to score it? And then it leads in my number one, which I'll go with. Where are we? Uh, all right this is a dead heat for me i'm going 50 50 points each Ooh, tie close uh my number one spot with a bullet yeah is i think it's mine too to, yeah we had a call out for work right yeah call for out for work <laughs> call over. actually i had joe listen i think i told you this on the pod but i had joe like joe like roni like alex was over and we actually like we played it it was the first thing i've ever done where it's just like it's by request. Like it's like your greatest hit. <laughs> and then like we played it like weeks after it and we just listened to it and we were like just in tears. Like it's so like when I can't breathe, like I'm just trying to like play it straight still. Like it's just so fun. Yeah. That that's my number one too. That will that will, that's the goat of Neapolitan showdowns as it stands right there. It's like when it is required listening to hear Brandon <laughs> calling multiple times to be like hey yeah so I'm, i got that thing and uh just, <laughs> and like great well we'll see you when you get it <laughs> yep i'm 10 minutes out i'll uh I'm, i got it you know but maybe i'll just you know it's almost the end of the day so maybe i just swing back home it's like nope come to the office please we, we, re- we definitely need you here definitely yeah. need you here so uh, we'll see you when you get here uh well thanks for jumping on buddy like really appreciate it We'll always have you on. Who uh, who do you announce the winner of the Apollo Showdown? Oh well, uh, most awesome had my favorite uh, uh, performance during that episode, so I'm giving him 20 bonus points. So he takes this round 60 oh. to 40, which means I believe the two of you tie at 200 points each. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> Look at that! What a mensch! What a mensch! Oh, yeah. is. Thank you, sir. Amazing! Uh, always appreciate the Congrats, time. Congrats, guys! Thanks, Thanks brother. Talk to you soon. 
Oh yeah, it's the map date night The showdown is where they fight Here they discuss if this movie sucks Why? Because this pot fucks I said this pot fucks Oh yeah, this pot fucks Sorry, there we go. I was talking to Okay. So Ochai over there, you know, he had 16 points. It wasn't enough. We needed a little bit more. Uh, so I had to, had to, you know, put him on mute. I had to get him back. I got I, I, I actually, hold on. I got this. I got to, I got to, we did it. We did a, a new segment today, Chris Allen, before we get into this called oh. uh, Camabio. Basically we're yeah. guessing the prices on people who have cameo accounts and what they are. And I did look oh. up, not knowing that anyone was going to be on here. I did look up one Mr. Bill Self. I was going to say, and I mean. Would you venture to guess what a Bill Self cameo would cost you? Okay, I'm going to guess uh, $250. B, you Not bad. Say- I like that guess. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll guess. I don't hate that guess. That 250 feels mm-hmm. kind of yeah. dialed in. My only question would be like, is it, it's probably exclusively for charity would be my guess. So that's why I would like. I didn't, I didn't look that far into it. Right. I'm going to say. I guess it would be. I would I'm go. Uh, right. So I'll go a little, little lower. I'm trying to think of <laughs> something like tied in. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'll do 125. Ooh, Ooh. little low, little low. Uh, 200. Dollar oh, bill. Oh. $200 right there. Okay. 200 fresh. I'll live. Yeah. <laughs> Clean 200. Keep it simple. Keep it simple for it's the like this case of deal. All right. Nice. <laughs> uh, thanks for jumping on, man. We want to talk to you about three things. Uh, if you have any, like, uh, does it may have it? If you want to quiz them, I do one. Okay, great. So we'll do, right. the, we'll do. quiz. I want to talk to you a little bit about the current state of college basketball. Beautiful. Like, uh, hit, hit that real fast. Like, just have more people watching. So we'll start with that and then, um, we'll finish, uh, as well as do with any notes that you have for us in our next two. And thanks for being on there. So, college basketball right now, you're still watching. Do you feel like it's dragging yeah. people uphill to get them interested, even in your Kansas Jayhawks? Um, after last year, yes. Um, and specifically, uh, you know, speaking of KU, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was one of the most disappointing seasons in 20, in two decades. I think it was maybe Bill Self's worst team. So yeah, there's, there's an uphill battle to, to get us back, but you got Remy Martin and I know he sat out last game, but he's, he's back and looking fantastic. He's just, he's that guy you hate on the other team, but you love him when he's on your team. Yeah. Um, and he's just Mr. Motor. He's the energy that we've needed. And I think Bill has lacked in some years and we look great. I mean, we had a stretch of 10 minutes where we didn't score the ball tonight, but uh, we came back and responded and McCormick's looking like McCormick again. And um, yeah, man, we got to keep Ochai. I, I was talking to him before the, before the show here. Just, you know, <laughs> you need a little bit more from you, buddy. Right. Is he still leading the fucking nation in scoring? He was, uh, he might not after this game, he had yeah. 16. I know he was at about 21 or something like that. So he might, he might've dropped that average a little bit, but uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, and then uh, Christian Brown right behind him, at least in the big 12, it's a great one, two punch. We're looking yeah, great. Did, and all I know, where did Christian yeah. Brown come out of, by the way? I don't, I don't remember him. Like he's not only like, he obviously can shoot, but now he's like way more bouncy off the dribble really is, and, and yeah. really attacking the rim in a way that I'm like, I don't remember this. I remember Ochai was a great athlete, athlete, right. but not Brown. Yeah. Yeah, Christian Brown is looking, I, yeah, he, there is some fire lit under him right now. I mean, you see him when he dunks on somebody or, or hits a three, he's just giving it back to the crowd or pointing at our bench. And he's just, yeah fired up and i think a lot of that comes from what remy brings to the team he he's that 
you know, everybody's just infected with that kind of energy. And it's awesome to see Brown respond to that, especially this year, because you're right. He, he always had flashes of that. He'd flash into the lane and could, could pop some, but now he's dunking over people. It's mm. like, bam, okay. So yeah. do you feel like the, like the state of college basketball, like obviously over the course of like the last 10 years, it's not where it's at. So you have some ties to just the tradition of college basketball. Sure. Do you feel yeah. like it's those ties that still keep you interested? Are you like, are you a little disappointed or do you feel like some of your friends that were interested in college basketball a lot are kind of like falling off a little bit? Like how are you handling that? That's a good question. I mean, and it's a good question to really uh, always keep your finger on the pulse of, of sports like this. Cause they're things that, that are always in our lives, especially for me, college basketball is number one. Then it goes NFL. But yeah, I, I think that's a great question. I, it does feel like it's fallen off a bit. And a lot of it has to do with storylines um, around players where you had guys. And, you know, we are still in January and those storylines pop up a little bit more in, in February, March especially into the tournament where, you know, you get a guy like Steph Curry out of nowhere. And um, obviously Durant was around that time and you had a lot of cool stories right now. There aren't, there isn't a lot of that. Um, And, you know, I I think really with keeping guys in college a little bit longer, I think we're going to start to see that more. I think those stories are going (laughs) to reemerge a little bit better. Bless you. Good, sir. And uh, I guess you're, I guess you're allergic to college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, think I think that stuff's coming back. I, I really do. Uh, and especially when you see guys like, like Brown and Ochai and, and guys like that grow from freshman to junior to senior year, um, the more they can do that, I think the better it is for college basketball. Yeah. To answer your question shortly, I think it's down a little bit um, in terms of interest level, but Again, when March hits, that's all anybody's talking about. Where are the yeah. brackets? So, M.A., do you think this, like, uh, when we go to that draft where obviously you can go out of high school again and straight back to the NBA, is it going to help college basketball? It seems like counterintuitive that it actually will, right? Like, we'll get a little bit more around to getting these guys that have to play kind of three to four years to show off their talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think to to – CA's last point there, the the home growing of your team is the thing that has been sorely lacking in college basketball today. So, you know, those people that love watching a team kind of grow and develop, it's really been bastardized by the one and dones. I mean, the, the Dukes, the Memphises, and, and I get it. That's the kind of the, 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 that's the way that they had to compete in order to win championships. So I don't knock them for doing it, but it does kind of tear at the fabric of, why or what makes college basketball I think a little bit more unique and special is because you get to kind of watch these guys grow and come in as freshmen and then maybe their junior year or you know a lot of times back when we were watching it their seniors this is their last year and they're all chipping in and battling together to do it Um, I actually do think it's gonna in a in an inverse kind of way help out with that because we know those top level guys which are already starting to, to to leave we saw this and this year's draft, Jalen Green, who now plays for the Houston Rockets, was drafted number two overall and spent the entire year in the G League. Mr. Uh, Bounds, he's dunking all over people right now. Yeah, he's amazing. Jonathan Kumi, uh, Kuminga, uh, a couple other players that play in the G League. So we're going to see that. So right now we're going to be at this weird, I think in college basketball, we're going to be in this weird stage. And I think it's going to kind of level it out. And we're going to know who's going to go to college and who's going to stay uh, and the pros. The one thing that I'll, I'll, I'll want to monitor is the reclassifying. Uh, Amani Bates was supposed to be a high school senior this year. Now is playing for Memphis. 
I think this might be an interesting thing. And we've seen a couple, we've seen in college football as well as like guys graduating early to try and get a jump on their ability to get to the pros early. I I haven't seen it work out too much. So I'm interested to see how that's going to impact college sports in general, but particularly college basketball, because they're just, those guys are just trying to fast track getting to the NBA. Yeah. Um, And I don't think it's going to work out that well. I think you had a great point about uh, what you were talking about. I mean, it's the thing we've, we've both been talking about is, but is the, the beauty of the fact that they go from freshmen to seniors. Yeah. And that is such a rare thing. And college football obviously has it too, but it, it's why we love the game so much. And it's why it's so unique because it has to refresh itself. You're not going to sit on an NFL dynasty in college basketball for, you know, 15 years, even right. 10 years. Um, so every three years, you're going to have a brand new set of guys. And it's, there's something really special about that. There's something about the human story about that that's that's fleeting and it's you got to capture it and it changes every year you know yeah, new I, love, generation. I, yeah I love that the Heinrich Boshi years mm-hmm, you know like, yeah. like Drew Gooden like all that stuff oh. like get resetting like you kind of get like the new oh. freshman coming up and then yeah. and you're like even when you lost like that year you're just like all right they're cooking on all cylinders like we're about to kick ass like yeah, yeah. Like, the anticipation that next year starting where you know you got yeah. like you know like four juniors starting and like a senior and then like oh, just, you know the like best. two sophomores doing rotation you're just like holy shit like yeah. you see it you see it in these players it means more to the seniors it always does i mean that last year i mean when you start getting into january yeah who's that, who like, that ohio state kid he's the last like guy that did the full scent that didn't make it to the nba that i really liked aaron craft you always get like red cheeks maybe that's aaron craft aaron craft yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah <laughs> mr red cheeks yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. when he, he shot that free throw across the line yeah. and uh, that, yeah. And they, they call it. Yeah. Can't do that. He was Locked like, fun, yeah. Yeah. He was fun to watch the tournament. It's just like this. Guy oh yeah. Making a run. Um, Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, um, do you want to, ex- uh, last college basketball question. Do you want to expand that field? Or are you happy with it? How big it is? No, don't expand that. Um, you cannot, you can't expand that. Nope. I'm a, I'm a hard believer in, keeping tradition look i like the opening weekend i like that if you want to expand that play around with that but you got to keep 64 and what, what, what do you mean play around the opening weekend you could you could you could have your fun if you want to expand things if you want to have more playing games whatever but once you get to that thursday yeah it's, it's we're locked we you remember, you remember they used to call that like round one round, oh like god that was so Man, they did it for like three years i yeah, know they did three years no, you're right it's like yeah stop. They just confuse it confuse everyone because they're like, yeah. now round two, and like, what? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah. No, that isn't round one. No, that's a good point. Like, this doesn't count. This doesn't count towards my bracket. I get both uh-huh. teams, like whoever right. wins, they're counted for it. Stupid. Um, no, good question though. Because hey, as MA has found out, when you try to expand that perfect grid, as we as Brandon, yes. you also know, <laughs> we do we do our matrix draft. It it has to be a perfect square. It's got to be four by four or sixteen by sixteen. 32 by 32 or 64 by 64. Yeah. You can't, you can't add a couple more in. Then your bracket starts adding like one line over here. And this one starts, you can't do that. I, so. I love, I love how you're pitching something that no one could be a part of. This is perfect. This is good. Good podcast. Well, they can. Oh, I, Hey, they, they just got to hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> let me know. LA Jayhawk 83. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll know about the, uh, the matrix draft out there. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, I did want to talk about one thing I want to talk about before we get, and then uh, we'll get into your, does it may have it. Yeah. Uh, you did write the people that don't know you wrote the, uh, the MAB date night song for us. 
What's it like, buddy? Like you just, I mean, your songwriting just ripped that off. It's just, just, it's just inspiration. You know, I mean, I, I, I had two pictures of you guys and a lot of candles up. That was really it. <laughs> That's it. You know, were you in a warm bath like or what were you doing? Where was, <laughs> exactly. How do you yeah, write, close. how do you write music? I well, heard, mostly I without heard, clothes. The first one, it's just, and it was just like this pod. And I was like, I think I know where he's going. I hope he's able to do it. And I was like, fucks. I was like, perfect. <laughs> it's all about the harmonies. I mean, when you get the vocal harmonies in there and it sits right, you know, it sounds like Lane Staley and Allison Chains. You know, you've done something right. Um, kidding. I'm not comparing myself to Lane Staley, but uh, no, yeah, it's it's a blast. I, I, man, I love writing. I mean, whether it's with the guitar and vocals or with strings and brass, whatever. I mean, it's, it's all inspiration. It's got to be in the moment, you know, and I think the more you think about it, the more you start to come back to it and, and dial it in the more you kind of get away from uh you know what was initially creatively inspired to begin with so uh yeah, yeah. well we really appreciate it man our boy ca big year this year also got married oh congrats look uh, at that it feels good i've been playing around with just not taking it off at all i mean you, yeah. you wash your hands with it it's a little weird to like put on lotion and you're like oh it's just getting under there is that what you do no but it's it's been amazing in fact we're going on our honeymoon in six days nice do you know you, you know where you guys are going obviously yeah yeah that's a and weird then, question do you know yeah. where you're going <laughs> Great question. No, it's, uh, Great question. Well, is it time to go uh time to go i'm gonna find out yeah no we're uh, heading down to costa rica uh oh, which nice. is like the only country kind of letting people in right now um and we kind of planned that uh accordingly but yeah we're so excited we're going to stay at a volcano uh the rainforest and then the beach Perfect. All, all three different kind of climates down there yeah actually so, yeah shout out costa rica uh dr yeah. mrs the commission <laughs> i went out to in, in our first year the first year that we were doing the podcast brandana if you don't remember uh we had to take a little not podcast hiatus but i was gone for the first little bit there of the podcast you were in Costa Rica? Yeah, we went to Dr. And Mrs. Commission. I went to Costa Rica. We were on the yeah. Pacific side. I forget yeah. where we stayed at. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Uh, it was a good time. Oh, it's amazing. Were you were you in one of those three? Like you were on the beach or it was mostly beach, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. We were mostly yeah. in the beach. It was through okay. this the company that I work for. You know, you have the the grand champions. I don't want to say I'm a grand champion in podcasting, but also oh. in my professional life as well, too. So okay. I got I got that trip and uh and I'll take uh, it. And, and took it there yeah it was great it was re really nice. uh, a lot of fun okay dude that's awesome i'm, I'm so pumped and that's uh You'll that's love cool. it. it's great yeah i cannot wait i think when he he was there i went to new jersey a place that i would highly recommend also. <laughs> similar you went to fucking africa during our pod so don't <laughs> worry about it that is that is a fun shoot um all right buddy any okay. tips you have for our next 200 episodes before you jump into you just may have it you guys are sounding great. I mean, you know me, I'm the audio guy. Like I, I and early on, I, I know I, I kind of had some little audio tips like here sure. and there and just, just how to, how to sweeten things up, compressing sound. Like you guys are, you guys are really dialing this thing in and it's, and it's sounding awesome. So I, that's, that's my, I mean, obviously I can't comment on the content. You guys are the Kings of that. And it's, and it's Correct. always entertaining and it's always good. And especially with your guests and, and your segments. All right. I, I can't come on the map. Take that attention away from us. Yeah, yeah, you guys are killing me. <laughs> Thanks, no man. comments. Thanks. No comments. Yes, we look good. Um, all right. Does MA have it? What do you got for us? What's all right. So, so there's a, uh, well, it was just totally off the dome, but the 1992 Washington Bullets. Oh, you're always the best at this. We've set ourselves back there. I wanted to get random. Okay. I wanted to get weird. I don't want to get too obscure, but I, I want to throw some names at you. 
that we would have heard that would have been in our psyche back then. Um, and I want to know where they went to college. I love this. Okay. I love quizzing you on this. Yeah, you you consistently blow my mind. And look, if you don't get them, that's favorite. Fine. This is favorite. Okay. This is favorite. Right. I got there I got go. two names for you. Uh, two names for you. One is Don McLean. Don, Don McLean. Where did he play college ball? Don McLean. Uh, he was a rookie that year. It was a rookie that year. Okay, mm-hmm. 1992. Don McLean went to UCLA. Got him. Count it. Count in it. the bucket. One for one. <laughs> I didn't want to give you Harvard. I was going down the list because uh, I wanted to pick a, an obscure team, and I started looking at the names. Uh, like Rex Chapman, Purvis Ellison, Harvey Grant. I was like, okay, that's a that's okay. A so okay, well, let's just hold up there. Let's just go down. Oh, oh you're gonna do all those? Uh, so you said Harvey Grant went to Clemson. Okay, and he also apparently played at Oklahoma. Is that true? I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember that. Well, did they transfer? Because his his brother's Horace Grant, his twin brother's Horace Grant. That's right. That's and right. Okay. Yeah. Rex Chapman played at Kentucky. Oh yeah. That and then one what was that. the third one that you said? Purvis the Ellison played at Okay, well, this is a good one. You, Louisville. I, you would know this, uh, I think. I think you got this on lock. Uh, Pur- which is Purvis Ellison? Yeah. Yeah. Den- yeah, Louisville. Boom. Okay. The other one I was going to say was Brent Price, point guard. Where did he play? Brent Price. That's a, that's a tougher one. Ooh, so brother of Mark yeah. Price. Mark Price played at Georgia Tech. Correct. So I'm going to guess that Mark Price or Brent Price played at Georgia Tech. I'm not sure. Sim- uh, I was going to give you the similar region. It wasn't, it wasn't Georgia Tech, similar uh, region. Uh, but he was at South Carolina and he was a rookie that year too. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Hey, Washington Bullets. Also, but I, okay. Stepping away also in the NBA realm, because sure. uh, you, you know, we love these. I wanted to know tier two. I wanted to get four names from you. Your tier two NBA centers all time. Tier two. Tier two, not tier one. Not okay. T, not T one T two not T one tier two. We're talking, you know, not Wilt, uh, 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 not Kareem. Tier two NBA centers. Give me, give me three names. And, and well, what obviously, and well, Paul Gasol. Ooh, no. is he tier two or is he like tier three? I'd say yeah. I see he's a little bit lower. So I mean, obviously, yeah. you're putting like, are we putting? Let's establish Wilt, Kareem, Bill Russell, yep. Shaq, T one, right? Correct. I, I could also I could also accept Hakeem the Dream in there tier one. Yeah, I would I would do Kimmy Lodge one. I would also do um I've got one for you. Yeah, Yao Ming. It's not tier one. Ooh. I wouldn't yeah. say no. He didn't win a chip. Didn't win a title. He didn't win a chip. I would put, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong here. I would put David Robinson up in that tier. Yes. I, I in, in tier one or tier two? Tier two. I would put him in tier tier two. Won okay. a scoring title on a kind of a bullshit kind of gunning for it didn't win a title until he put up 71 points against the clippers in the last game of the season or like 70 something points how the hell do you remember Uh, i guess they're on my three like was it duncan garnett duncan well garnett was a power forward so was tim duncan yes yes both of that so david robinson for sure tier two Mm -hmm. all time um was a power forward too can't put barkley in there yeah Shit, I'm kind All of running this. Bob Pettit, power forward. Shit. Right? Yes. Um, Great oh man, yeah, I'm really, you're really kind oh. of stumping me here on this one. I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to run through the mind. It's easier when you give me somebody to kind of go after. True. Um, um, yeah, no, no, no. I, these are, these are, that's why I'm trying to throw some tough stuff at you. I was thinking yes. about that earlier. Good, good yeah. tough stuff. We do love tough yeah. stuff. Um, that's good. 
I mean, think about like, I like to, I like to think of a decade. Okay. Like let's talk about the seventies. Let's talk eighties. Like yeah. I mean, if we're talking rings, like why doesn't like Gasol's not on there? That's true. I guess he'd be low in tier two. And, and I think you're right. I, but like, you know, was he two rings? Yeah. But he wasn't dominant. You know, he wasn't a dominant guy. Yao, I think you're, I think you're a little closer on Yao. Yao was special. So I don't know. I mean, I will. Okay. So if we're going, if we're going, we're going tier two, I mean, Oh yes. Yes. He's tier two for me. Oh, that's easy. I put Matumbo tier two. I don't know about, I don't know if I Matumbo. What did he win? When, when, When did he win anything? Well, I mean, it's more about his, his defensive dominance, his pure dominance. So I think we're so I'm just pulling up some Mab League stuff real quick here, just so I can get a memory nice. on some of the older players. Yeah, um, season Moses, three coming soon. Season, season three coming soon. Matt, I uh, cannot wait. We, we forgot about we forgot about Moses Malone here. There, Moses see, there Malone was was a great yeah. was a great one. I would definitely That's put him tier two. Yeah. I would too. I would too. Yeah, this is this is a tough one here. I know because um, centers are a tough category there's not they were, a lot so, of them. they were so dominant for so long too well, it's like, talking, like are we talking like uh mm-hmm. joel Embiid on that mm, he, i think he could eventually eventually be there he's got to win one yes i think championships are important mm-hmm. but if we're if we're considering um yeah oh man well, this i'm is also thinking to... impact i'm just thinking impact that they that's have why, that's why i don't i don't think champion I don't think chips aren't. If you make chips correct, then like Gasol's got to be on there. That's, that's a good I, point. I don't think like for centers like chips. Like I mm. think as you know, as guards like chips are super important because like you're running the game. But I like for centers it seems like a little less. Like I agree with just, that. It's like that quarterback versus like wide receiver. Like our greatest wide receivers don't need chips. Like Megan right. is always going to be like top five wide receiver of all time. Doesn't need a chip. I think you're right. True. Yes. Um, like this is, this requires. Okay, it's good. It's good. Buddy. I like David Robinson in there. I personally like Matumbo. And oh, have, God pa- have Patrick Ewing. We're missing Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Is squarely T yes. two. Yeah, and the '90s was the golden era of the center to me. Yes, I mean it was. Every team had a had a badass center. What happened to the center? Did they change the rules, or why did we get away from the center? I mean, they're, they're just, just the three point line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They don't bang as much as they used to. Um, they really don't. I love. I mean, I, mean, I love. I love watching that, like that Michael Jordan doc too. When it was just like <laughs> someone described it as just like, yeah, we just fought in the eighties, and that was that. <laughs> was right, like, right. Yeah, you just swing on each other, and just like moving on. Because even, cool. yeah, even even. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Even on the yeah. like the top seventy-five, there's not that many centers when you look at the top seventy-five. I'm just kind of running down the list. No, you know, you you could make a case that really there's. Ah, Moses. Wow. Wait, Hold on. What, was, what was the last team to really lean on a center? Well, well that's a, that's a good question. But Shaq. let me let me add Probably in the Bill, Lakers, Bill Walton, Lakers and Shaq. Bill Walton has to be tier two center. Yes, I, I and this is this is the great debated Bill Walton. We read in our book club breaks of the game. We had a, mm-hmm. you know an interesting uh, conversation many a time about Bill Walton. Huh. His his was always going to have the asterisks of wins the league MVP, best team in the league. One yep. of the most dominant, but fragile breaks his feet and then never becomes anything ever again. Although True. comes back and wins a six man off the bench award. Oh, I um, yeah. But but I but I mean, do you put him? 
like here's the thing do you value the longevity of a patrick ewing or yes. or the 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 greatness for one one title one chip mm-hmm. in 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 bill russell and i never i had the privilege of seeing patrick ewing play but i never really watched yeah, yeah or Walton like or, yeah or the defensive like presence of matumbo of Dikembe, or, yeah or like the, or, or the rings of gasol like it's just like right. like that's the same um, all right, brother. Well, let's like this has already been two and a half hour pod. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. Hey, um, it's a marathon pod for number two hundred. That it's only fair. Beautiful. Thanks, uh, we want to keep you on. Let's. Uh, we'll give you an MVP. We're gonna close this out. My MVP of the week, guys. This has been the MAB Sports Podcast episode two hundred. Choose an email at MAB Sports Podcast at Gmail I am Brandana. That's my boy. Most awesome. We got uh, Chris Allen on here helping us close it out. Wrote our songs. Wrote, wrote a song for us, guys. What a song. Take it super serious. I'm going to give my MVP to Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm like, like I, yeah, I thought it was like 50-50 on this guy or didn't care. It was like that thing fell over for the Washington football team. Grabs yeah. the guys, like helps them up, which is fine. All Eagles fan, which is fine. But then like hangs around to take a selfie with him. Like I just yeah. I kind of like that vibe. I like that vibe. And and he wrote a letter today inquiring what's the follow-up uh Washington football team so this doesn't happen again. Interested enough oh, to follow wow. up and, and wrote a, a a letter saying, like, I want to investigate, not an investigation, but like I want a little like, you know, are we gonna I'll get call, this fixed? I'll calm yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Hey, they, I won't, they won't be the Washington football team anymore though. You know, February first. Yeah, yeah, what do you think about this timing? Also, it's like right before the Super Bowl, we're gonna make ourselves relevant. Nobody cares exactly. about you guys. Yeah. At yeah, all. Trying to plant that February second. Yeah. You said, oh, interesting. Yeah. What else happens? Around the red that? tails. I can't wait to never think <laughs> the of red tails. Yeah. 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 Uh, He's awesome. Most awesome. Uh, I'm gonna go with a young woman, Nadia uh, Pavici. Pavici. Uh, she's making a little bit of news right now. She was uh, a fan watching the crack and the new uh, NHL expansion team in Seattle play the Canucks when she noticed that the assistant equipment manager is moving some stuff around. Rod Hamilton had a weird little mark on the back of his neck. She thought she held up her phone and banged it on the, the glass there, thought it might be cancerous and he needed to take a look at it. It was, he got it removed and saved his little life there. So shout out to Nadia Popovici. You're my MVP of the week. So amazing. Uh, CA, you want to throw out an MVP, buddy? I mean, real quick, just because I saw KU win and David McCormick is back on the scene. He was garbage last game. He Whose life did he himself. save? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Zero lives, but uh, I think he saved his starting position in the, uh, uh, <laughs> <in> the starting <laughs> top lineup. Close enough for me, you know? I mean... Give it to you, brother. We'll give it to you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been 200 episodes. We're going to give you 200 more. Four years of podding with my boy, Most Awesome. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off, buddy? Podience, you've been hit with a a great episode. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to. I learned after four years. I was going to go with something disgusting. Parties. Style.
Glamour. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Oh. 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 She likes